Hello, all you slut enthusiasts, fellow sluts, and perverts. Welcome to the Slut Next Door podcast, and I am your Slut Next Door, Miss Beatrix. I am a taboo phone sex operator, audio porn creator, and just an overall slut who wants to talk about being a slut, kinks, fetishes, and all the dirty things that hide inside of our heads. Today, I'm talking with the hot and sensual taboo clip artist, Mama Fiona. We discuss her start into sex work, the transformation from goddess Fiona to Mama Fiona, and her passionate incest fantasies. This is a must-listen episode, I'm telling you. There are mentions of porn, pole dancing, mommy kink, diaper fetish, beast fetish, age play, incest, breastfeeding, fin dom, foot fetish, spit fetish, so much. I mean, this woman is just a ball of sex. (laughs) So keep on listening. And disclaimer for this episode, this episode contains deep discussion into incest and age play. Me and Mama Fiona do not condone illegal activities and obviously just love kinky, taboo fantasies for adults and for adult entertainment and harm prevention purposes. I want to thank my first and one and only Patreon producer, uh, R. Valdrich. I'm sorry if I ruined your name, saying your name out loud, but your support is appreciated and I love you. Do you want to help me produce future episodes? check out patreon.com slash the slut next door and see how you can help support the slut next door. Here is episode 13. All right. I am here with the one and only mama Fiona. How are you you. mama Fiona? (laughs) I am great. Thank you. How are you? Pretty good. I have to say I'm like super excited to have you. Thank on you. the podcast, um, it's trying not to be too nervous because you are. I'm, I'm a quiet fan. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, big fan. Thank I you. just I love the energy you put out uh, in the world. But um, let's go ahead and jump into it. Um, I'm going to read out your bio in case you know if someone's listening, they don't know who you are, um, Mama Fiona. 32 years old, sensual exhibitionist, taboo roleplay enthusiast. She loves to show off and loves kinky family play and age play. She is a content creator, clip artist, actress, dancer, performer, but mostly a confidently hot kinky woman who loves to bring your fantasies to life. I'm sold. I need to know more about this woman. <laughs> so, Mama Fiona, how, let's start from the beginning. How did you get into being a content creator? Um, Let's see. Well, I was born on June 2nd. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, oh man, that's kind of a tough question because it really just started with me wanting to get into like a side hustle when I was at my old Mm. job. Um, I worked as a loan officer and I mean, I knew that I, 
it wasn't going to be like my job for the rest of my life. But I had um, started taking pole dance classes and I met this girl and she was a stripper and she just looked like she was having just so much fun. And I mean, I had always also just like wanted to be a stripper, but we weren't there yet. Um, so I remember talking to her and I said like, oh, you know, like I really want to do something that's just for me and I want to just be able to bring in some side money and I want to have a side hustle. And she told me that some girls at the club would sell their feet pics. And she said that, you know, they sell their feet pics and I have no idea how to get into it. I have no idea how it works at all, but I'm sure you could figure it out. And I was like, that sounds like fun. Cool. <laughs> and um, that the rest is history. I mean, so it really just started with me wanting to have like a sex work adjacent. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess selling feet pics is sex work, but I just wanted to kind of get into something like that. Um, so I guess yeah. it all started with feet pics. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a similar start. I mean, I, I just started as a same thing, just wanted to side hustle and then you get mm-hmm. into it and you're like, this is huge. Like all the yeah. things you can do. Right. Um, so after the feet, like, so you're selling feet pics and then like, what was the progression from there? Sure. Um, I was just selling feet pics through Kick Messenger, and this one guy messaged me, and he asked me, um, do you do Findom? And I was like, what's that? And he kind of told me, and I was like, yeah, that sounds great. Like, I would love to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And for anybody that doesn't know, Findom is financial domination. And um, I was like, yeah, definitely. (laughs) So (laughs) I started doing that um, just, just with him. And along with doing, you know, like feet pics, feet videos. And then he just kind of opened me to the world of domination. And once I started getting into that um, and I started really researching like all the things that you could do online, just like via sessions or via clips and all of that, um, I just kind of fell into the world of domination. And then at that point, I hated my job. Like I was so over my nine to five. I just Mm -hmm. hated it. And I thought that I could make a living just doing the sessions and the clips. Um, So I quit. (laughs) I just literally one day was just like, I'm out of here. Bye. (laughs) And um, yeah, um, I started doing the sessions and the content making and I was really just in in the world of domination for a couple of years and then it progressed into um, more of who I am which is the taboo role play and all of that gotcha so how long ago was that like when you got started really um let's see I think it was probably I started pole dancing in 2017 and I think it was probably late 2017 where mm. um, I started – no, probably probably like mid-2018 actually. And then uh, early 2019 is when I quit my job. So gotcha. pretty much like yeah. mm, since – a little bit since like 2019, yeah. 2018, 2019. That's a long time because I don't know if you've noticed there's a lot of girls that just like do it for like a year or two and then they just kind of disappear. Yeah. So I yeah. was completely sold. Like I was mm. – you know what's crazy is that 
I knew from a very young age that I was going to be in sex work. Like, I remember being – I actually have a couple of funny stories about this. But I I remember being eight years old, and I was terrible at math. Also, I just had undiagnosed ADHD, and it just made school very difficult but math was always really, really hard for me. And I remember just getting so upset and so frustrated. And I was studying for a test and my dad had no idea how to help me. And I remember just crying and like running upstairs to my room. And I just remember slamming my door and being like, I hate math. I'm never going to use this. I'm going to be a stripper. And I just, I just knew. And, you know, come to find out, yeah, you definitely need to at least know how to count money. (laughs) But I knew from a very young age that I was going to – this was me. And I started – I remember um, I was – I started – you know the movie Gypsy with um, Bette Midler and – oh, my God. I forget the other girl's name. But, I mean, it's a classic – it's a classic Mm -hmm. Broadway show. Um, I started watching that, like, when it came out. So I don't know if that – like, my dad put that movie on for me, and I was, like, doing Gypsy Rosalie impersonations and all of this shit with a boa and everything. So I don't know if that maybe had some sort of an imprint on me. But, um, yeah, I just knew from a very young age I was, like, I am going to be in sex work. And I remember when I first started, like, you know, when you're, like, early teens and you're with your girlfriends hanging out and you're like, oh my God, there's porn. Like you discover porn. (laughs) I remember seeing girls in porn and being like, I can do this. This is going to, I want to do this. I could, I can do that. Like I just Mm. knew from a very young age that I, that was what I wanted to do. So. Interesting. Yeah. So did you, (laughs) when, when you were younger, um, did you like uh, dance or cheerlead, you know, any kind of like performative kind of yes. hobbies. Yeah. Yes. So I've been a dancer my whole life. I think um, my parents got me into ballet, uh, like, like a, a combination of ballet, tap, and jazz when I was like, I don't know, three. And so I've been dancing my whole life. Yeah. So you're used to the spotlight, if you will. Yes. Mm. Yes. Got you. Okay. So what, okay. So I'm curious, what was your name before you were Mama Fiona? What did guys call you? Oh, um, goddess Fiona. Oh, is so it's still Fiona. Gotcha. It was still Fiona. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that switch when, you know, you went from kind of goddess Fiona to Mama Fiona. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What, How did that happen? When – well, it kind of ties into when I started getting into Taboo. Um, Mm -hmm. So how I kind of made that switch was somebody had seen – oh, you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, I think I started doing age play first. Um, And then somebody – yeah, and somebody saw one of my age play videos and – he messaged me and said, like, I think you would make the perfect mommy. Like, I have a he, – he kind of, like, sterilized it a little bit um, not mm-hmm. so as not to put me off. Guys will usually say stepmom because I guess mm. apparently a lot of women are turned off by just being, saying, like, mom-son, um, mm. which I've kind of heard otherwise, but I don't know. 
um, I guess they just wanted to tread lightly. So yeah, he messaged me and he asked, like, I think you would be perfect for this uh, stepmom, stepson video that I'm doing. Get, I would love to get a custom, <laughs> um, yeah. a stepmom, stepson. And he told me the story and I was like, yeah, this sounds amazing. And at the, that was my very first like mommy video. And after that, like doing that video, literally I became mommy. That was my first introduction mm-hmm. to taboo. That was my first introduction to stepmom or mommy porn. And I fucking loved every single second of it. And it's funny because mm-hmm. the story itself was a transformation fantasy where it's like I go from this homely kind of like roughed up mom and mm-hmm. I get really upset with my son for not thinking that I'm a MILF. And then I turn into a MILF and I like, you know, do my hair, my makeup, my outfit. And then I come out to the living room and I tease him in like a tiny little outfit. Mm-hmm. And... um then he wants me. So that whole thing was just like a transformation. And by the time, oh my God, by the time I was getting ready to uh, suck my son's cock, like I was, oh my, I was like, I in, am incest. <laughs> incest is life. Like I fucking love incest. Like, and I was editing the video and I had to stop to masturbate like 15 times. Like I was editing the video and I was like, this is so hot. I had sex with my husband. Like, the entire time I was doing the video, like it was, it blew my fucking mind. Like I, and then I, and then from that point on, I realized like, you know what? Like I, it took that to kind of realize like, okay, domination does not make me horny. And there are people Mm. out there, there are women and, or just other sex workers where domination makes them feel the way incest makes me feel. And Mm. then I completely stopped doing domination. I was like not doing any kind of more like any domination anymore. And I just kind of cold turkeyed it for a while. And now I dabble in it a little bit because it is like part of some scenarios, but, um, and, but I I cannot do straight femdom anymore. It's boring to me. I can't, I need incest. I, you know, it's funny you say that because that kind of happened to me. I was doing a lot of phone sex on Night Flirt, and that's like very femdom heavy there. And that's oh, what okay. I was doing all day long. And then I started getting into taboo stuff, and I was still on Night Flirt, and I was doing taboo stuff. And like, I was like craving taboo. Like, I would get the calls for femdom, and I'm like, God, this is so boring. I mean, I want to talk about filthy, <laughs> naughty things. Yeah. And so, thankfully, now that's pretty much all I do. And I just, yeah, there's something about it that you start craving. So I, I love hearing yes. you say that. I went through the yes. same thing. Now, going back to that video, like the first mommy video you did, when you mm-hmm. got the request, did you think he would be that much into it? Um, I can't say that I thought anything. I was just excited mm-hmm. to do a non- femdom mm-hmm. video and I was excited to act and mm-hmm. I he wanted my mm-hmm. husband to be in it so he wanted my husband to act as my son and I think that was the first video that my husband was in with me too and so I was really excited because it brought us closer and mm-hmm. it um I was like it, it just was all around great I was really excited to do a video with him and I and I hadn't really thought of a way before to kind of incorporate 
him into a video. And I think that um, that video specifically was the first um, like porn video I did. I remember making that video and being like, I'm a porn star. Like <laughs> it just kind of it just kind of solidified everything for me. And right after that, I was like, my mm. new name is Mama Fiona. I am mommy. Like I oh, just I got that. so heavily into it and I just switched. Yeah. It didn't even by the time I was finished that video, I was like, nope, I'm mommy now. I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. And so you know, one, so you get into taboo for, oh, I wanted to ask also, does that guy that ordered that video, does he know how influential oh, yeah. that was? He's, yeah, that's cool. yeah, he's still on my OnlyFans and mm-hmm. we talk all the time and um, he is uh, um, a generous tipper. He brings me new scenarios often. Um we are still very much in touch. And he knows that. I mean, I sometimes will just remind him like, hey, you know, you did this. <laughs> mm, and so he's cool. great. Yeah. yeah. And we talk we talk all the time. And one time I remember he was um, just going through some stuff and he was thinking about leaving OnlyFans. And I was like, oh, my God, no, you cannot leave OnlyFans. <laughs> like, this is – like, you literally did – this is – like, I am because of you. So yeah. I will be very sad if you leave. And so he was yeah. like, oh, my God, I didn't really know you, like, felt like that. And I was like, yeah, oh. of course. Like, you're literally the reason why I'm here. And then – so, yeah, he's – he's um, yeah, he's he, he, he loves that too. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he feels like super. I would feel super special mm-hmm. uh, knowing I birthed Mama Fiona. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, um, and that's yeah, it's true. Like he was the very first person that brought me that kind of scenario. So, and that yeah. just broke the doors open. Yeah, yeah. So, do you besides making the amazing clips that you do and videos? You. Do you do any other services? I do. Um, I do sexting sessions and uh, mm-hmm. cam sessions. Um, I do also sell panties. I prefer to sell panties in a bundle because if I if I just do one, I see like I here's the thing is like I put a lot of effort into stuff that I do. So mm-hmm. and I just want it to be the best experience. Um, so mm-hmm. if I just do one pair of panties, unfortunately, like it doesn't like the amount paid for them doesn't really cover all the effort that I put into it. So I prefer to do those in bundles, um, which makes, which does unfortunately make it a little bit more expensive, but I mean, I definitely will deliver. So, um, Mm. and I love doing panties because that whole scenario is so fucking hot to me. Like son stealing mommy's panties. It's so intimate. And then I will ask my guys who, bought the panties to like send me videos of you using them like I want to see you use I want to see you Mm -hmm. jerking off to my video into my panties and smelling (laughs) them and like I had this one guy take like all five of my panties that he had bought and just he was just like throwing them on his face and shoving them in his mouth and I was like that is so fucking hot like oh my god that was so sexy (laughs) so I love that I I do love doing panties yeah that's cool that's cool so besides um just wearing them like are you doing anything else with them yeah I um usually masturbate a couple of times like I'll either use my vibrator um I also will do um depending on the package that 
they purchase. Um, I'll send some a di- some different videos. Like I'll do like panty stuffing. Um, and that actually turns me on a lot more than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, the panty stuffing, like where you take the panties and you just mm-hmm. kind of just shove them into your pussy and just yeah. walk around <laughs> with them for a couple hours. And that actually, it's so weird. Like, I don't know why it like really turns me on. Like, I don't know. It's hot. <laughs> and then um, I'll wear like another pair while I have that in and then I'll just like grind on my sex toy and do a video and, mm-hmm. you know, um, nice. get them all nice and juicy. Yes. And get and get the the guy buying them super excited. Yes. Because I'm yes, sure you're definitely. updating. That's yeah. I there yeah. really is something special about uh panty wearing for others. You know, like you're literally mm-hmm. thinking about them all day. That's why I say it's so intimate. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're thinking about this man <laughs> all day. Yeah. Was, yeah. It's it's special. I love that you do that. That's really cool. Thanks. I um, like it too. Yeah. What, when you make content, um, you know, outside of customs, uh, what's inspiring you to make the content? What inspires you? Um, right now I haven't really been able to make any of my own ideas Mm -hmm. into full length, like full length videos just because I've been inundated with custom requests. Um, but I do make short customs um, – or sorry. I do make my own short films from my own mm-hmm. ideas usually. Um, oh, man. I think just reading incest stories. Like I, <laughs> I go on Reddit and I read the subreddits like r slash incest, r slash incest confessions – um, I'll, I'll sometimes go on Lush Stories, although their website is a little bit clunky. Um, mm-hmm. They do have um, a ton of incest stories. Um, or, I don't know, sometimes a guy will just tell me one thing and I'm like, that's hot. I'm going to make a little video out of it. Mm-hmm. And I'll just send yeah. it to him. You know, like, I'll mm-hmm. be like, you inspired this. Oh, actually, I have a, a story. Um, I was I was heading to an appointment. I don't know. Um and uh, I was simultaneously chatting with somebody on OnlyFans who had messaged me and told me about some of his stories growing up uh, with his mom. And uh, some of the, the stories were just so fucking hot. Mm-hmm. I literally made a video in the car on the way home <laughs> because I was so inspired. And if yeah. anybody's interested in that video, it's um, it's on my many vids. It's uh, – hand I think it's like mommy's hand job in the car or like giving my son a hand job in the car because him and his mom used to do that so and that I was like that is the hottest thing I've ever heard (laughs) and I don't know like (laughs) it just really turned me on so I just made my own video and I probably shouldn't have been doing this while I was driving but I was in LA and there was traffic so who cares um I just had my (laughs) you know my phone just attached to my dashboard press record and pretended like I was giving my son a hand job in the car. And it was so fucking hot. I had to come home and masturbate. Like it was just, I can really conjure up these like scenes in my head. And like when I'm pretending that my son is there, I'm seeing a boy. Like I am seeing my mm-hmm. son. Like mm-hmm. I can't, it's so hard to explain, but it's there in my head. So I'm I can be inspired by all different things, whether it be incest stories or 
real accounts that people have told me or I don't know, sometimes I'll just be on Twitter and I'm like, this would be a really hot mom something and I'll just make it real mm. quick. So yeah. that's, that's awesome. That, so I have to ask because one of, I, it's been like one of the favorite, I, I have not yet to see one of your full length. Like I mm-hmm. honestly, I have to admit to you also every time I see, um, which one is it? There's two, the blast and the vampire one. Oh yeah. Those Every time I see those little like <laughs> trailers on Twitter, I'm like, I'm like that close to buying it. Just like, oh my god! Like I, you should just ask. I should. I'll send it. it to you. I'll send it to you. I'll send them both to you. Whatever you want, I'll send it to you. No worries. Thank you. But yeah, um, I'm gonna send it to you like right after this. <laughs> awesome. I'm so, like yeah, I love it. Yeah, but okay, so the one thing that has always stuck in my mind about you because it was just so hot because you made it so believable. It was just a little short clip that you put in Pervert Paradise. Mm-hmm. It was like this clip and you were like you poke your head out the door and you're like, "Sweetie, go get me a towel, please." And like, mm-hmm. you know, your tits are hanging out, and I was just uh-huh. like, "That is so hot." <laughs> like <laughs> um so was that like a an idea was that one of those ideas from a story or um maybe a I think clip from a longer was, one I think sometimes I just get that wasn't a clip from a longer one sometimes I'm just I'm just horny and I randomly have an idea <laughs> and I would think at that time I was just standing in my bathroom um naked I walk around my house naked all the time and I think I was just standing in my bathroom and I was like <gasps> oh my God, that would be hot. And like, I don't know, maybe I saw, maybe, maybe I had seen something earlier in the day or maybe I saw like an incest caption or something. I don't, I have no fucking idea. Or maybe I just saw the towel and I was like, oh my God, what if I was like asking my son to go grab me a towel? Like Mm, I just, then I just, you know, I have my phone, so I just record it real quick. Yeah. Um, I think why it was so hot, it seems so realistic. Right. Right. I'm like, that could happen. Yeah. I love the boy's life. That's what I'm loving about you, Fiona, is that you were genuinely like turned on and aroused by these ideas, mm. these taboo topics. Mm. That that's that's what it's. I think that's why you've been so success, successful too. Thank you. Is you know I always say like even perverts can tell when you're faking. Right, right, right. I love that. Um, how? What's the favorite clip? The most favorite clip you've created. What would you say? Without a doubt, Vampire Mommy. (laughs) I had – I did not expect to be so fucking turned on by that. I (laughs) – even going into Vampire Mommy, I – I was like, okay, like I'm really going to have to – because Vampire at the time was – I mean, it's, and it's still – Vampire itself was is not a kink, but there is something – it's not a kink for me, but there is something about that transformation of like turning and then just needing it so desperately that I'm willing mm. – to do it because I'm yeah. now a vampire. And like I I did not expect to be so fucking turned on by that video. And mm-hmm. that it just I, I I don't know. I think I think I maybe also have a little bit of a transformation fantasy kink because I really get turned on when I do these transformation things. Um and it's not 
it's not an, a kink um, a kink that people order customs for often, but I really, really enjoy doing them. Um, but back to Vampire Mommy, I – oh, shit. Like, it's just – Vampire <laughs> Mommy, I will see some of the teasers and they make me fucking – there's this one particular scene during the end scene. And mm. just the way I edited it, the way it was – keyframed and it was a moving with my body and the sound of the sax and the way it was kind of like vintage and very like taboo three inspired and with my curly hair I felt like Kay Parker and I just that fucking scene turns me on it gets me going the whole movie is just hot as hell and I had to I had to lower I had to lower the price on it because people have said to me like oh I don't know if I want that like I'm not into vampire and I'm like it's barely about vampire just trust me Mm. and they get Mm -hmm. it and they're like that's the best shit I've ever seen it was just so kinky like I don't know maybe it was the ambience the lighting the hair the lipstick i don't know something about that movie is just kinky as fuck and it's just so (laughs) hot and i love it it's my favorite movie i i always notice your makeup in that trailer when it pops Mm. up on my twitter feed i'm like man that it was something about the eye makeup gorgeous Mm. um yeah and the hair i love that curly hair too Mm. so was that one a custom yes it was Cool. That's super cool. I do have a couple of uh, clients that they send me bestseller requests. Like I know that every time these people send me a video request, it's going to be a bestseller. It's mm. just without a doubt. There, I don't know. Some of them just they have these ideas that are fucking bestsellers. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Um, I love those. Yeah, that's cool. Do you have – I'm I'm going to assume this is probably a silly question, but I'm sure you have fans that have been with you for all these years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely the one who um, turned me into mommy. Um, <laughs> so he's been a fan for several years now. Um, yeah, and I do actually have a couple people that will visit me from time to time. Mm-hmm. When I say visit, I mean like via telegram. <laughs> and they'll say like, oh, do you remember me? Like I used to come to you when you were doing more femdom stuff. Like I see you're doing this now. Well, fortunately, you know, I also have a mommy kink. And so they'll mm-hmm. come back and we'll we'll do a session or get a video. That's cool. So that's yeah. always really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I recently got into the vintage porn scene. Mm-hmm. And that that shit just hits differently. It like on does. The best level. It's so much more sensual. Um, and, you know, like, okay, bimbo porn girls are super hot. Mm-hmm. There's something about that, just like a natural, beautiful woman that mm-hmm. that vintage porn has. Yes. And I'm sorry, but I love when guys look kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> when it I'm doesn't bother creepy, me. It doesn't yeah. bother me either. Yeah. I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right about that. There's something very natural about the vintage porn. And it's just mm-hmm. – they just – these people were – and also, I mean, that was like the golden the golden age of porn, the golden era of porn. And people were just kind of discovering it and people were just trying to make money and they mm-hmm. just – you know, balls to the wall. It, these are these are just regular people. They weren't porn stars. They were yeah. regular people who thought it would be cool to have sex on camera, and 
they just kind of volunteered. And then then that like the whole porn industry started to grow from there. That's hot. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Love it. Um, where also with vintage porn. Vintage I'm porn? sorry. No, no, um, I was going to say vintage porn that you could do anything. You could get away with so much. Like, like mm. you don't you, – nobody had to censor anything. Like, it's annoying to me. Like, how I have to say stepmom on my titles. It's just like, yes. okay, it's a fucking fantasy. Like, obviously, this person buying mm. my video is not real. Who cares if I'm saying incest is okay? Like, who cares? <laughs> Like, it right. just, you know, and, and vintage porn, like, you could just, they could just, like, say whatever, do whatever, um, and mm-hmm. that's enjoyable as well. I forgot. You you may know what this is, and I'm going to hate myself because I don't know the title, but someone had linked me once. I feel like it was, like, just a, not a porn. It was more like a movie um, in the 80s, and it was, like, this mature woman and she put this teenage boy in the bath and she's like you know making it sexy it was like the hottest thing I've ever seen and I was like why can't we do this nowadays like you cannot do that and even in mainstream movies right or porn movies right um and you know I don't know if the boy was of age but it would it was just such a hot scene it's so sensual and just mm-hmm. it blew my mind. I wish I could remember the name of it. Oh, well. I don't. What, what um, you said it was a regular movie. I feel like yeah, I feel like it was. Um, it, maybe it was a porno. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just something someone linked me. Gotcha. And they're like, oh, look at this is hot. And I say it was probably a regular movie because and you never saw genitals or tits or anything. It was just okay. a scene. Gotcha. You know, of a woman giving this Maybe. kid a bath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. <laughs> I just actually um, saved a, a tab open um, of regular mainstream films that have incest or incest themes. So if I if I happen to see it, I will definitely let you know yes. because all of those movies are now on my list. <laughs> ah, love it. Where do you where do you look for your vintage porn? Um. I think just like X hamster, like I just will. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's either X hamster or Uges that has the most high quality taboo series um, on the server, and usually I'll just like look at recommended videos from there. Yeah, yeah. I was curious because I got into it because of a Twitter account. Um, I think they're called Vintage Porn. Oh, um, <clears throat> and they'll show you know like long clips of it out there and I'm like man I probably should like do a deeper dive into mm-hmm. vintage porn mm-hmm. <laughs> um so before you make videos mama Fiona um how do you prepare yourself and that can be mentally and physically mm-hmm. like walk us through that process so <laughs> I <laughs> It's a little – I mean, it's a little embarrassing, but I talk to myself all the time. Like, I'm, like, always talking to myself, but I'm also practicing, like mm-hmm. – and I have ADHD, so I know that this is an ADHD thing where you kind of just rehearse things that you're going to say because it makes them – It first of all, it puts it into your body, um, but it also makes it easier to talk. And, um, so usually like once I'm getting ready and I'm like getting ready for 
um, the day or the scenes, whatever, I'm usually the whole time I'm doing my makeup, I'm thinking about, let's see, I'm thinking about putting myself in that real situation. I'm usually getting myself horned up, like depending on what, <laughs> yeah. depending on what the movie is. Um, if it's like an age, oh, fucking age play turns me on so much. But like a lot of times, like I have a fantasy of like where I'm standing in the mirror, um, just getting ready, putting on my makeup. I'm naked. My young son is like just standing next to me, asking me questions, all of that. And I just like turn down to like look at him and say, and it's totally platonic, like nothing freaky, but just the whole idea that later in life, my son is probably going to think back to this moment and jerk off to it. Like that idea mm. really gets me going. Like I don't mm-hmm. something about it is so fucking kinky. Um so yeah. I just like will think I'll be doing my makeup and I'll be thinking about that kind of stuff. I'll be thinking about um whatever the scenario is. Um rehearsing um uh, things I'm going to say, thinking about which positions I'm mm. going to be in, what I'm going to I don't know. Just yeah. trying to like get into character, I guess. Um, usually I start thinking about the scenario uh, the night before. And mm. then it, that gets me really excited to do it the next day. Um, mm-hmm. And I – the night before I'll usually set – I try to set up like all my lights, try to put out my outfits – try to just get everything all set up so then that way once I'm finished getting ready I can just come into wherever I am and start Mm -hmm. yeah love it I love that you like talk it out like the Mm -hmm. whole scene even if it's not really part of the video that's really cool obviously it's working because you know I've seen people say you know you make it so realistic you know like you're just in it Mm. um and that that's probably why, because you're like building, you're like building that world, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, beforehand. Yeah. Um, now, I'm going to go ahead and ask you this, because we're talking about you getting ready. Mm-hmm. I had to personally bring up that I love all the different wigs you use. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so <laughs> cool. Like, why do you use so many wigs? And where do you find those wigs? So... The my wigs like it's kind of several different components to that. Um, mm-hmm. I first started really getting into wigs because mid pandemic, I got my hair cut and she destroyed my hair, and mm-hmm. it was really short. And it was not what I wanted. I went in for like a trim and she gave me practically like a pixie cut. And I don't know what happened. Oh, and it God. just and, – and I have curly hair and she used a point cut and that destroys curls. So you can't do that on curly hair. And it was mm-hmm. really short. This is not what I wanted. So shortly after that, I was like, you know what? I hate this. I'm just going to buy a whole bunch of wigs. And <laughs> I bought wigs. And tried a whole bunch of different ones on and I started noticing like whenever I wear this wig, either one, I make a lot of money or two, um, I feel a certain way. Um, And sometimes it goes both ways. Sometimes it's like, okay, I feel like this, like I feel this kind of mood, what wig suits this mood 
And then sometimes it's like, I want to feel like this, so I'm going to wear this wig. So, mm-hmm. um, but anywho, so when I put on that pink wig, that my, like my famous Mama Fiona wig, that's actually the wig I was wearing that um, – that one client of mine had approached me about the stepmom movie and he said, I want you to wear this wig. And that wig just became mommy. That was, that was me. That was mom. I promptly bought, I don't know, 50 of the same wigs. Like I, I just, (laughs) I stocked up because I was like, this is my new, Mm -hmm. this is my mom wig. This is mommy. And (laughs) eventually that wig kind of, is the word devolved, evolved? Evolved, devolved. I don't know. Evolved, that, yeah, yeah. That way, kind of evolved into several other personalities as well. Um, but there's just certain times that I think just calls for different personalities. And so yeah. my pink Mama Fiona wig, that's like, like my classic mom wig. It's also the most requested. Mm-hmm. Which I think is very mm. interesting because, um, I don't know, it, it's kind of like two categories of dudes. They either want really natural or they want really glam with the pink hair or like really glam with my – like one of my dark hair wigs. Um, mm-hmm. And so like my pink hair is like slutty, fun aunt, teen daughter, mm. um, mom. um babysitter kinky babysitter Mm -hmm. like so that has a couple different ones um and sometimes i just want to be more natural um my curly hair is still pretty fucked up right now (laughs) so it's just been a journey i'm trying to let it grow out sometimes it looks really good sometimes it doesn't but that's another one of the reasons why i wear wigs is because my wig is always going to look good no matter what, it's going to look yeah. good and it's going to make me feel yeah. really good. And I <laughs> – it's very important for me to feel sexy. If I don't feel sexy, I can't do it. Like if I don't feel sexy, yeah. I cannot do it. So people will say like, I don't want you to wear any makeup. And I'm like, I'm not going to feel sexy if I don't wear any makeup. Like do you want me to feel mm-hmm. sexy or not? Like – and that's not to <laughs> think that I'm not sexy without makeup. I know I'm sexy without makeup, but it's what I feel, <laughs> you know? So right. Right. And, and there are some days where I wake up and I'm completely natural and I'm like, damn, a bitch looks good today. And, you know, I might <laughs> then film a na- completely natural video. But it's just really whatever I'm feeling. But I know that for me when I am going to get into the zone, like I want to put on some makeup because it helps me yeah. get into it. I feel like I'm getting into it. I feel like I'm myself. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and that also kind of changes with my mood as well. But um, mm-hmm. I kind of went off track there. I don't remember what I was saying anymore. But okay. <laughs> different You're wigs, different wigs. personalities. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised like the pink one. I mean, it looks great on you. And I'm surprised that's the quintessential mommy one for you. I know. What mommies have pink hair? <laughs> exactly. And I you thought – I think so too. And I'm like not sure because like I usually like tend to make the most money with that one. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that maybe it kind of filters into the fantasy aspect of it. Like Mm. either um, people buy into it more because it's like a fantasy hot mom or it like looks natural enough to Mm -hmm. 
really be your mom with pink hair. Like, I don't know. I, there's mm-hmm. something yeah. – I don't I, – I feel like there's maybe a fantasy – related aspect to it but I definitely Mm. that's the that's the hair I make the most money with for sure although now I'm starting to incorporate some different different wigs I just got um like a very natural like red red hair wig and I feel so Kay Parker in that and it's so hot Mm. like I'm I know that I'm going to be using this wig more often and that was actually Mm. a customer request um that I wear uh like red hair so uh, yeah, and and I felt so it's hot good. wearing that. Yeah, it's good your face is able to do the different colors because you know I f- I feel <laughs> like mine I couldn't do the different colors. So it's really just experimenting. Natu- really, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your natural hair color? I'm I'm thinking that curly short is your natural based on your story. Yeah, curly. It's curly brown. It's. Mm-hmm. I hate it when when guys will be like, "Oh, you're curly black hair," and I'm like, "Are all dudes colorblind? Because my hair is clearly not black. <laughs> like it's literally like a like it's like a brownish like copperish. It's like yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So and the vampire mommy trailers. That is that your natural hair? Yes, that's my that's my completely gotcha. natural hair. I I love that hairstyle. Um, the short kinky like it's short and kinky i don't know mm-hmm. i don't even know how to describe it it's really <laughs> thank you and that was going to be my guess before i heard your story is that short curly hair yeah um okay so cool that eases my mind <laughs> i was definitely curious about that. and um, curly hair is curly hair is extremely temperamental and so some days i'll have like a really yeah. good hair day and some days it, i could have a really good hair day two days in a row and then the next day it's just like shit so Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's just very temperamental. Yeah. So, Fiona, what are your what are your future goals? Like, you know, years from now, what do you do you hope to still be doing this or do you want to go further with it? <laughs> I'm not I'm more of a fly by the seat of your pants kind of person. Um <laughs> I let my husband figure out our future I do not even think about it I don't like to think about it I he's the one who said like stuff about retirement and I'm like cool thanks like I have no fucking idea I don't know I I have no fucking idea I don't really think about it I'm just like yeah you know I'm doing right now like what makes me happy and I will always continue to do what makes me happy and if that means that we are making porn like you know into our 90s then so be I can't imagine not doing this. I really cannot yeah. imagine not doing this. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't know. I have no idea. I can't imagine not doing this. It makes me so happy that I mm-hmm. can't imagine a day where it wouldn't make me happy, but mm. you know, I've had a similar life for the last five years or so um yeah you know just me and my husband doing our thing kind of a thing mm-hmm. and we haven't really introduced mm-hmm. anything new to it so aside from you yeah. know we moved states um bought a house but aside from that like it hasn't you know we're just we're just enjoying life right now so there hasn't yeah. been anything really super new that we've introduced which would change the course of our life knock on wood mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So, yeah, I don't know. I have no fucking idea. I, at this point, I'm going to say that, you know, maybe I'll be 90 just like doing incest porn. Who knows? That's <laughs> right. Doing grandma videos. Yeah. Doing grandma grandson <laughs> videos. Oh, my God. Can I please right. be a 90 year old woman hiring 18 year old boys to fuck? Please. That's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't plan on asking you this. So I hope it's okay. Um, how does your husband feel about, you know, you making clips and what you do? Oh, he's like, so proud of that? me. He loves it. He, he's so Aww. proud of me. Yeah. It was when I like when I first started getting into this, obviously, um, it was mm-hmm. nothing I had ever approached before. Um, mm-hmm. And so we did, we, you know, we just talked a lot. And first it was, you know, the feed pics. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Who cares? Whatever. And then people started asking like, oh, do you do sessions? And so then we talked about, you know, what would happen in a session, what he's okay with. Like I used to charge like $30 just to see my titties, you know? And mm-hmm. that was just mm-hmm. conversations that I would have with my husband. Like, what are we okay with? What do you feel comfortable with? And eventually it kind of progressed um, and then I just started feeling more comfortable and I just started being like, these are my titties. I'm going to show them. They're on my body. And then he was just like, yeah, you're right. You know, like it's just, it just kind of, you know, developed and it was always, my husband and I respect each other so much. There's, mm-hmm. there's, we respect each other so much and we both want complete happiness for each other. So, you know, if I told him like, hey, this is what I'm comfortable with and this does not compromise anything with our relationship. And also I'm being paid for this. I'm not just like willingly, mm, yeah. you know, doing, you know, I'm not just like willingly doing X, Y, Z, you know, just off my right. own and like right. on in private, you know. And and I think that mm-hmm. kind of, it switched something for both of us. And no, yeah. he's so proud of me. And every time I make my videos, and I'm super excited to show him, you know, whatever I filmed or whatever I edited. And he's always so impressed. And um, especially, like, with the Rave Mom video and Vampire Mommy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, first of all, I cannot show him a video unless we're going to fuck because he gets a boner every time. Five seconds in, he gets a boner. <laughs> and it. so, yeah, he's – and I'm like, oh, my God, do you have a boner? It's like, I, I, it won't even be, like, a sex video. And I'll just be like, do you have a boner right now? He's like, yeah, like, I know what's going to come. <laughs> <laughs> so I he is very, that. very supportive. And yeah. I also feel very proud too because um well, one, I'm very proud of our relationship. Um, but two, once he started being in my films, um, everybody started commenting on his dick. Everyone was like, <laughs> Your man has such a nice cock. Like, this is great. Like, he has a really, really nice dick. And that made me feel really, really happy and confident and yes. you know cuz he's not the biggest but he has a really mm-hmm. nice cock and also he's half mm-hmm. persian half pakistani and that's mm-hmm. unheard of so a lot of like indian men pakistani men persian men have been like i love to see the diversity like in your films like i love to see oh, yeah. myself represented because it's the you don't see a lot of that it's like you usually see like black or white and mm. they love to see just like a nice regular cock, um, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So they just like to feel represented, and and that's really cool. So that's yeah. been nice for us. And of course, I love to hear that my man has a nice dick, you know. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And how does he feel about being in videos? Like, what was that experience like the first time he saw himself, his cock, and your videos? He was like, wow, I didn't know it looked like that. Like, it gave him (laughs) – it definitely gave him confidence and uh he we we don't we don't do a ton of um boy girl videos um but when we do do them we love doing them so i wish mm-hmm. we could do them more often um and there's no reason that we can't but I think part of it is because it's a whole thing. It's like, you know, I have to be prepared for it. He has to be prepared for it. Like we have to line up. We have to make sure we're setting apart the whole day, um, mm-hmm. you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I do have a ton of ideas that I would love to bring to life with him. And I think maybe, I don't know, sometime maybe like later this year or next year, I think I'm just going to not do customs for a while and just focus on making a ton of boy-girl videos of my Mm -hmm. fantasies that I have with him. Um, Because I think it one, it would be really good for our relationship. I think it would – means, you know, we're going to have a lot more sex and get to spend time together (laughs) and, you know, um, it it is Mm -hmm. a lot of fun. And then also I can kind of build up my library of boy-girl things. Yeah. I feel like it's really nice to um, be able to get out your creative, like, juices, too. Like, mm-hmm. I love when I'm able to do my own shit mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm sure you're like me. Uh, you just get so many ideas, like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to do that. I want to do that. Um, but, yeah, sometimes the customs, you know, will, will eat up your time, which isn't a bad thing. But, right. um, yeah. So I'm curious, when you make a clip – how long is that whole process from getting ready, <laughs> from getting ready to editing? <laughs> so from like start to finish or yes, not yes. including editing? Um, include editing. Yeah. Damn. Um, it's going to depend on the film, but. I think it's important people know it's not that easy, I'm sure. It's not. It, th- and this is why I do not price my videos price per minute. Um, I stopped doing that a long time ago because I want to deliver my best. And depending on the video, um, God, it always just depends. I would say – if it becomes if if the video ends up being like an hour long video, maybe f- like I don't six day a week. I I have no I honestly don't know because it's mm-hmm. it's gonna usually take me all day to film, and by all day I mean mm-hmm. by the time. Okay, so my brain doesn't really get really really into the meat of things until around two p.m. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I can try to get. I try to just be ready before 2. Sometimes I can be ready before mm-hmm. 12. Um, but usually I set aside the whole day. I just don't plan to do anything else the whole day. Um, mm-hmm. So at least one day to film. If it's a longer movie, Vampire Mommy, I think I filmed probably on three separate days. Um, and each of those days I, took, I set aside the whole day. Um, mm-hmm. And then when – I, I used to um, hate doing that. I started 
enjoying doing that because it kind of it was just less stressful um splitting it up mm-hmm. but one mm-hmm. A little bit more stressful thing about that is that means that I have to have my hair and makeup the exact same yeah. as I did that one day, you know, um, and yeah. also has to be like the same time of day that I filmed and all of that. Um, but then editing, editing can take anywhere from I, I don't think I, I've ever finished like a custom request video in terms of editing um, in less than five hours at least. Um, videos like Vampire Mommy, that probably took me at least 15 hours, I would think. I I was going through a phase where I would track how long it was taking me, Mm -hmm. Um, but then I started getting mad at myself (laughs) because (laughs) I uh, was like, oh, it shouldn't be taking me this long. But then I realized, like, listen, (laughs) this is dopamine for me. I love editing. I fucking love edit. It's my favorite thing in the whole world. I love it. And I, um, especially if I like the movie and I look hot mm, and it just mm-hmm. brings me back and I, it, it's so fucking satisfactory to me mm-hmm. to get it perfect and see the way it turned out. And oh my God, I love it. And so I, and so I stopped timing how long I was taking on it because I was like, I know that this isn't working out to like the amount that the person paid me, but I also have to remember that, you know, I'm going to be selling this again later. Um, and the video will be up for resale or whatever. Um, and, but I just fucking love it. I love it. So I don't really care how long it takes. Um, Mm -hmm. but that is again, why I stopped pricing per minute because it's just, Mm -hmm. it's, that would, I know that that wouldn't be worth it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then I'm sitting here thinking, I would imagine asking you that question is like asking a artist, how long does it take you to paint the Mona Lisa? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because you are creating like a piece of art and mm-hmm. there's, you know, many stages of it. Yeah. It's, it's, and, and it really just depends on the video. Like, yeah. That's why I also started offering casual customs because. My premium customs are premium prices. And it's like if you send me a whole long story with a background, I'm going to bring it to life. I'm going to bring the whole entire video to life. So, yeah, that's going to be more mm-hmm. expensive. But sometimes guys will just have – they just want to see me say their name while I'm fucking them and have – do you know, mm-hmm. do my classic mommy dirty talk. They would just die for a simple video like that. And so those videos mm-hmm. I'll just do, you know, quick – 10 minute vertically filmed on my phone. Here's me saying your name, being your mother, you know, and it could have just like a teensy yeah. bit of a backstory. Like you caught me sniffing your panties or, you know, you caught me jerking off or you found mommy porn on my computer, you know? So mm-hmm. I, that's why I started offering those as well, because not every guy can one afford the premium custom or they don't have a giant idea. Um, they just yeah. want something super you know, quick and casual and they, but they just want to have me do it. Um, so those, you know, will take, but even my 10 minute short customs probably take at least an hour Mm -hmm. to, by the time I'm like dressed, set up my angles, whatever I'm doing, you know, do the editing. Mm -hmm. And then I have this stupid train that runs by my house. So sometimes I have to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So sometimes those will even take an hour. 
Yeah. Yeah. What do you have any tips or advice for other women or men that are wanting to get into sex work, specifically um, what you do? Um, like clip content or yes, mm-hmm. I would say just have a niche. Um, for me, I think that it's been pretty much of an upward climb because even when I started, you know, I was doing feet and then I was in domination. I was just doing femdom. And then once I started doing femdom, I found what in femdom that I enjoyed. Then I really focused in on those and I just discovered, okay, I'm a sensual dominatrix. You know, I'm not going to be like brutal, mean, like that mean, whatever. So then I found my niche with that. And then moving into taboo role play, I found my niche. And I think that when people come in to sex work without any idea, you know, it's going to take a little bit of time to find that. But I think once you find find a niche, hone in on that and then see where you can expand within that niche. Also, I will say that, especially for women, um, create a character. Because if you are coming into sex work every day as yourself, you're going to get mad and you're going to start being mean. (laughs) You're going to get annoyed. Mm -hmm. And you need kind of like a bit of an escape. So – and I will say for me personally, like Mama Fiona is embedded with who I am. Like I don't care who anybody is. I will tell them straight up, I love incest. If I have a son, I'm a fuck him. Like, (laughs) I don't care. And people are really surprised by that. Um, But I also love to shock people. So, you know, all my friends know I love incest. All of my friends know that if I I have a son, some shit might be going down. (laughs) Like, (laughs) they know. And fortunately, you know, they just are going to turn their heads. But... (laughs) Um, yeah, like I, I will say that Mama Fiona is very much embedded with me in embedded in who I am, but mm-hmm. there are days um where I have to remind myself, like okay, be mom, like be mommy, like leave the other shit, just be the mom, you know? Mm-hmm. So and mm-hmm. I think that having a character really, 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 really helps. Um at least at least getting into it or having like that kind of thing to like fall back on. Cause I feel like if you're going in with yourself and, and the reason why I say this is because, you know, just being on telegram groups with, uh, with other sex workers, girls are just like, Oh my God, I can't stand these dudes. I can't stand these dudes. I can't stand these dudes. Oh my God. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, I, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, it's because you're being you. If I'm only mm-hmm. coming this of course, coming into this just being me, of course I'm going to get annoyed. And like – and you don't have really like, you know, a common kink with people mm-hmm. which binds you. Like yeah. it's going to be really, really difficult. Like I – that's why I love my OnlyFans. I love my OnlyFans so much because everybody on my OnlyFans shares my kinks. And I've never – I don't get annoyed with guys. I really don't because we all have mm-hmm. a common kink and mm-hmm. it's nice. You know, my OnlyFans is such a nice place. I love signing on to my OnlyFans and 
talking to people who have similar kinks. And yeah. it's a social thing for me. So that's mm-hmm. what I would say is, you know, find a niche, create a character. Great advice. Super advice. Um, you said OnlyFans. So where else are you online? Um, OnlyFans is my main social um, area. And then also, of course, the Pervert Paradise Discord and um, many vids. I upload a little bit to I Want Clips. I don't do as well on there anymore because I don't do as much femdom. Um, mm-hmm. And then also Clips for Sale, Twitter, Telegram. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have my website with my super taboo shop. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Gotcha. I think that covers it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not too many. I mean – you know. You oh, Pornhub. I'm on Pornhub too. Places. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, So you p- posted a video. Um, I saw it. Well, it was on your Twitter too, but I saw it in the Pervert, Parad- Pervert Paradise Discord server of you doing this insanely sexy stripper pole like mm-hmm. tease. Mm-hmm. It was incredible, Mom. Thank you. <laughs> like, Thank you. I was blown away. Well, first, I didn't know, like, you know, you did that. So, mm-hmm. like, first it was shocking in that way. And then I'm like, damn, this bitch is good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. So, you kind of mentioned earlier about that uh, because I was going to ask you, you know, where did you learn to do it? How often do you do this? Mm-hmm. So I started pole dancing in 2017. Um, I was just looking – I needed to exercise and I hate exercising. Like I (laughs) hate it. I will – you'll never catch me running. You'll never catch me doing any sports. I hate it. and It's boring and like it hurts. Like if you have titties, running hurts. Like I am not built for running, okay? And my knees are fucked up. Like no. So I was looking for something to do, exercise, and um, I remembered that I went to a bachelorette party once, and we went to a pole dance class, and I remembered, oh my god, I loved that so much. And come to find out, um, the pole dance studio that was right next to my house was actually the same pole dance studio that I went to for that bachelorette party like five years prior. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, so I was like, wow, that's crazy because I had moved around a bunch too. So I started taking pole dance um, in 2017. Immediately, I fell in love with it. I was like, this is where I'm meant to be. Um, I see I was bringing my stripper dreams to life, <laughs> those dreams from when I was eight <laughs> years old. And I immediately took to it. I immediately started taking three classes a day. Um, Every day after work, I would just go to – I would stop home, have a snack, and then I would go straight to the studio and I would take a bunch of classes and I would be there on the weekends and I just became obsessed with it. And um, so that's when that started. And um, then I think in the middle of the pandemic, I started teaching. um, I started teaching online classes for that same studio and then once the studio has opened back up again after – you know, once it was okay to open up. I started teaching in studio and, um, yeah, so now I, I, I teach and I take classes. Um, 
and I do occasional performances. So, yeah. Mm. It was lovely. I'm going to tell you guys, look look it up on her Twitter. You will just die. <laughs> Thank you. And you know, the cool thing, I knew you were married. And so when I watched that video, I was like, I so hope her husband's filming. And mm-hmm. I just had this like fantasy in my head that he's just so proud, like holding that <laughs> camera, like that's my babe. Yes. Yeah. He That actually is, a, he did film that. That was the video that he filmed. And yeah. He came up after me and he was like, oh my, after I performed and he's like, oh my God, babe, this was like your best performance ever, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I so, love so yeah, it was great. Yeah. He's amazing. Love it. Love it. Okay. So we're going to dive into age play taboo incest. Okay. A little deep here. Fiona, why is it so damn hot? Why is anything taboo age play incest hot? You know, I've asked myself this <laughs> so many times. <laughs> I, For me, I think it's just because it's so out there. And mm. I personally, like, I think it may – I don't – maybe it has something to do with, like, the right and wrong and, like, mm. knowing that all this – things that I'm doing to little boys in videos, like I'm never going to do that in real life. Whereas Mm -hmm. incest in general, I would be open to doing. So I, so I think (laughs) like, I think it's just because it's so wild and like so Mm. out there, but Mm -hmm. also, I don't know, maybe it's also, it's also the, okay, I I feel weird because I feel like, I don't know, I need to like censor stuff that I'm going to say, but I don't kind of like I know that like little boys are going to remember things the rest Mm -hmm. of their lives and they might see me getting out like if I had a son like a young son like he might see me getting out of the shower and he remember that his whole rest of his life he'll probably jerk off to it later like I think Mm -hmm. I just give off that vibe so Mm. I don't know maybe the idea of it's like that's something that like could happen versus being like really right and wrong. Obviously, like, I'm not going to, like, actually fuck my five-year-old son. But, like, so that's, I think, why it's – I think that's why it's so hot is because it's just so wild and wrong. And, yeah. like, sometimes yeah. even me personally is, like, I, I'll be, like, fucking my toy doll, my my little my little doll with a giant massive cock, and I get a little rapey. And I am so mm. not a rapey person. <laughs> like, I am just so – like, that – the idea of rape doesn't turn me on ever. So uh-huh. sometimes, like, it like it, it it doesn't turn me on ever. Like, it's not one of my fantasies. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'll be fucking my, you know, my sex doll and I'll get a little rapey. And I think that's so <laughs> – and that just like really turns me on for some reason. Yeah. And I think it's just because it's so different and it's just so wild. It's so out there for me that it just mm-hmm. drives me crazy and it makes me come so fast. Like age yeah. – so age play and incest I think really go hand in hand. But age play I think gets me off faster. Um, I think mm-hmm. that – and honestly, I'm always doing age play in my head. Like <laughs> when I'm doing videos, I will ask the person, hey, what age do you imagine yourself in this video? 
Um, and sometimes they'll say teen, sometimes they'll say older, and I try to play to that. Um, but absolutely, no matter the scenario, when I'm imagining young younger boys, like I'm getting off very quickly. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's because I, I know I can say this for me, like if I'm not supposed to be saying it, it's hot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's Wrong. Oh my god, that's such a good. That's really good. That's I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a little thrilling and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, adrenaline rush. I think that's right. you know what fans of taboo like is that mental adrenaline rush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you? Can you pinpoint when you first realized you were into age play and or? Um, incest? Yes. So um, like I said earlier, I think that I did – I'm pretty sure that I did an age play video before I did an incest video. Um, Mm -hmm. Somebody had messaged me uh, and they asked, can you – they said like I have a fantasy – and I and but I don't want to scare you off. And I said, hit me. Like it's not going to scare me off if anything. <laughs> like I will just say I'm not into it. It's not a big deal. Um, and they're like, okay. And their fantasy was that they were going. It was going. Uh, sorry, that it was a five year old boy whose parents hired a prostitute to take his virginity because they decided that he was uh, ready to become a man. And I was playing the prostitute. So I was like, sure, that sounds fine. Cool. I like that. And to me, (laughs) because this was another adult, just asking me to call him a five-year-old, I didn't even think it was taboo. Like I was like, this is another adult. Like I did not think that in society – like now I know it's obviously taboo, but I did not think in like porn society that age play was so like – stigmatized and I didn't know that it was so like considered wrong because Mm -hmm. or you know just by in general I mean you can't say specific ages on you know regular clip sites and things like that you have to be very very careful um Mm -hmm. and but because it didn't even because this was another adult he's another adult he's asking me to tell him that he's a you know I'm fucking a five-year-old boy he's literally only asking me to say things like that or I'm clearly yeah you know, it's a fantasy. So it didn't even really strike me as taboo. Um, it didn't strike me as super taboo until <laughs> I uh, – there was a scene where I was, like, laying back and uh, I say to the little boy, like um, – I think I said, like, sweetie, have you ever seen a five uh, – sorry, sweetie, have you ever seen a pussy before? You're only five years old. Have you ever seen a pussy before? And that was when it struck me. And I opened my leg and I was supposed to have him eat my pussy. And I was supposed to say things like little tongue, little hands. And mm. oh my God, I swear I almost came, like not even touching myself. Cause I was imagining this little boy eating my fucking wet pussy with his little tongue and his little hands. And this is like, and I just remember being like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? I'm a pedophile. I'm a rapist. Like, but I freaked out. I finished the video and I came so fast because it was so wild to me. And then of course I, 
it was because I was like, I felt guilty. I felt so bad that I was so turned on by this idea mm. of this fantasy five-year-old boy licking my pussy and taking his virginity. And that's when it struck me. I was like, oh my God, this is super taboo. Is this even okay? Like, is this an okay thing that I'm doing? And then mm-hmm. I just went down a rabbit hole of like all this research. And then I realized like, whew, okay, all right, this is the thing. <laughs> People do have these fantasies. It doesn't mean anything. It's just a fantasy, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I just told myself like I'm helping him relive a fantasy. That's what I told myself yeah. for a while. And then yeah. – um, which is still – which is still definitely true. Um but that was like I, – I didn't really start having my own fantasies about that kind of thing until way later. But that was definitely mm-hmm. the pinpoint where mm-hmm. yeah. I realized age play is hot. And so it's actually really funny because when I – once I put that video out, um, Clips for Sale at the time was allowing people to say ages. So mm-hmm. I put that video out. I was inundated with age play. I did age play for maybe like all my videos were age play, age play requests all the time. And I was so fucking into it. And I just thought it was the hottest thing. So I had, so I have a ton of videos from a very short period of time when I first got into age play um, that are now a couple years old. Um, and I, there, I didn't even know it was taboo, like in society. Like I didn't, like in porn, in porn, like I didn't realize that it was like, quote, like not that popular i mean it's very popular within the age play community but not like Mm -hmm. for like regular porn stars right and so i was just doing clip after clip after clip after clip after clip and then i put them all on i want clips many vids blah 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 and then like they started changing the rules and stuff my whole store was taken down and i was like what the fuck i was pissed (laughs) um and then that's when you know it's like became even more taboo but the fact that it's even more taboo in society now I think is even hotter because it's like who we're doing something like under the radar like I love you know and clips that. <laughs> yeah it's like clips for sale now too um they their legacy con so uh, their legacy content is fine so any of my age play clips from that time are still on clips for sale otherwise they're oh, on my taboo that's shop cool. yeah yeah I didn't know that about so that was <clears throat> yeah that's that was my um <laughs> that was my foray into age play <laughs> yeah, I love it and you know what I love that you said that I wish people I just want to get it through people's head like you're like what the fuck this guy's like an adult like right. I'm just saying that he's five years obviously he's not five years old paying right. for a clip what is wrong with this and that's what I wish people would get is. You know, it's it's two adults. Like, yeah, it's the same thing as pretend. if right. It's the same thing as if somebody said, like, "Can you please call me Spider Man?" The whole movie. Sure, I'll call you <laughs> right. Spider Man. Are you actually Spider Man? No, but like, who cares? It's just a fucking number. Yeah. Like, it yeah. it's not glorifying yeah. anything. It's helping people mm-hmm. either relive their fantasies or helping people live out fantasies that they know that is not cool to do in real life and that's the thing about fantasy porn i mean it's the same thing with like octopus porn or like why is it why is it totally okay to be fucking dog dildos but not totally okay to be fucking you know quote-unquote ver like ver uh sorry verbiage of five-year-old boys Mm -hmm. like i don't get it it's there's a disconnect there 
you know? Yeah, there really is. Yeah. Um, would you say that mom son is your favorite incest relationship Absolutely. to explore? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's why, just why so is hot. That? <laughs> <laughs> I think good answer. I'm good answer. <laughs> it it I mean I I don't know. Like I think because uh, I know that moms and sons have a special vibe already. They have mm-hmm. a special connection. And this is I, – I hope this doesn't come around the – and I don't, maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't know. I just – okay, from all of the accounts that I've heard, and I know that this is a generalization, but all of the accounts that I've heard from men who have talked to me, little boys mm-hmm. want it. They want it. They want mom's affection. I'm not saying they want to be like, you know, sexually molested or anything like that. But I'm saying they right. want mom's loving affection. They want mm-hmm. mommy. Like they want mm-hmm. you to be their mom. Like they mm-hmm. they they love the whole idea surrounding their mother and and boys love their moms in a way that is just so special and like so specific and it's just so like I don't know there's just like a different relationship there and uh, mm-hmm. from men that I've spoken to um and of course not all men but like men that I've spoken to especially who have an incest kink they say like god I wish my mom just did like you know innocuous innocuous things that I could jerk off to now like or or mm. like I remember I remember the one time I accidentally saw my mom you know putting on her pantyhose and I just remember her bush and like I jerk off to that image every day like you know it's mm. just that's hot yeah yeah and it's just yeah certain thing and and also I think it's like the first woman that they see and especially you know if they're heterosexual or that's it's you know they're your opposite sex so it, there's yeah. something that's bound to be there I think there's something that's mm-hmm. bound to be there for mothers and sons <laughs> it's just they're there it's something is bound to be there and I think that it's just really fun to play on that um mm-hmm. It's just fun to play on that. And I think that for me, maybe too, like maybe it's the hierarchical thing. Um, mm-hmm. Because even though I don't do femdom anymore and, and I'm not a dominatrix, but I do I, I do like to usually play older women. There's mm-hmm. something hot to me about having an influence on younger boy. Mm-hmm. Even if, yeah. you know, I'm working with another adult, it's the fact that I'm pretending that, like, they're my son, so they're younger than me. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like it was a natural progression for you, too, because you mentioned you were a kind of a sensual dom in the past. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I feel like most mommy-son scenarios are very sensual and very loving, and that just that mixture with sex is just incredible. Right. Incredible mixture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> do you think that, you know, well, you've already kind of answered this. I mean, my so my question I was going to ask you, do you think taboo porn is a safe outlet for others and why? And you kind of answered that already, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Here recently. 
Yeah, it's definitely. definitely. It's a way for men to, and women to work out their fantasies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that consensual incest should be legal and socially acceptable? Absolutely. I I don't get it. I was actually – I don't get why it's illegal. It makes me so mad. Like, it makes me so mad that it's illegal. It just – I was – I I did, like – so the other day I was finishing reading, like, my um, – uh, I, I read all through the incest subreddits, and so then I was on my search for, like, real shit, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I went to news on Google, and I typed in, like, incest mom son. And then the only stories that come up are, it's like – I mean, there were a couple um, – there were a couple of like kind of like happy ending stories, but then most of them were like mom, mom and son were jailed for having sex. Mom goes to jail for marrying son. Like mom goes to jail for, you know, having consensual sex with, and like, or wife, it was like wife walks in on a husband having sex with his mom and they're in jail now. And it's just like, first of all, mind your fucking business. Like, <laughs> like, why would you report your husband for having sex with his mom? Why would you report that to the police? Like, right. that makes me so mad. And yeah. yes, it's like, okay, it, that doesn't make any sense to me. And there was another one that there was um, um, a mother and son. They were living in a trailer park, so they were pretty close quarters. This mm-hmm. neighbor was spying on them. Reported them to the police. Oh, my God. Wow. Mind your business. Why does it matter to you what I'm doing in my home with my son? My son Mm -hmm. wanted me to fuck him. Like, who's... (laughs) We are two adults. If we want to get off with each other, who's to... Why is that illegal? It doesn't... Why is the government involved in my sex life? That's what I want to know. Like that just makes me so irate. I mean, I'm sure you can tell I'm getting very passionate. Like yeah. it makes it, it makes me so mad. Everybody involved, they want to be involved. If everyone's mm-hmm. happy, everyone's consenting, we are two adults. What there's no point for it to be illegal. That's just fucked up. Like it's just really makes me so mad. So so you let's say Fiona is, you know, ruler of the nation. Um, she would allow 18 and older incest to be legal. Correct? Totally. Yeah. I mean, why do you think it's illegal if two adults that are biologically related have sex? Why is that illegal? I think that maybe it just has something to do with their trying to, they don't want a whole bunch of inbred people walking around. Mm. I don't know. I literally <laughs> that's the only reason. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've thought the same, like just to minimize, minimize that. Um, but it's like if, you know, in, in some of those news stories that I had read, mom was unable to have children. She had had a hysterectomy or son had a vasectomy. They're, they had no plans on having children. Why are they in jail? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Right, right. And also, again, why is the government involved in my sex life? It just (laughs) – 
it, it's just dumb to me it's just dumb mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that is it's it's just a way to control people I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and it's weird because it's like some places incest is legal. Or like, why can you fucking marry a goat but you can't be with your – have sex with your son? Like, what? <laughs> right. Like, it's just uh, wild to me. It's wild yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if there is a man or a woman listening and they are just like super ashamed that they're into incest – porn they're into age play porn they're just ashamed to admit that um what would you say to them so Um, they and let me let me say they they regularly you know jerk off or masturbate to this kind of content but then they feel really ashamed afterwards mm -hmm. what would you say to them it's kind of it's a little bit of a difficult question for me because i'm not somebody that deals with a lot of shame like I am very this is who I am this -hmm. is what I like um -hmm. but when I discovered age play I also felt very guilty after um and what really helped me to kind of erase some of those thoughts of like guilt or shame was just doing research and Mm -hmm seeing either other people that also enjoy this kink or seeing how one it's just a fantasy mm-hmm. to it's a way to explore things that you're not going to be doing in real life um mm-hmm. and it's you know it's harm reduction and i think that it's you know it's hard. It's 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 tough because uh, I think a lot of people have what is it like? Um, oh my god, what is it when you like become clear headed after you come? What's the word? Oh, post oh, nut clarity, clarity. Yeah. <laughs> something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I think maybe just try to think to like just try to remind yourself like. Man, that shit was hot. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that shit was hot yeah. and now I'm done. You know, I don't yeah. think there's anything yeah. wrong with having fantasies. And uh, there are a lot of people out there including myself. It's a fantasy that I enjoy and get off to, but I'm not going to do it in real life. You know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. and sometimes there's stuff that, you know, you enjoy seeing other people do, like even in porn. But you wouldn't really necessarily want to be in that situation. Like I have a friend who she loves watching gangbang porn and she thinks it's so hot, but she doesn't want to be in that situation herself. So Mm -hmm. I think when it comes to sex and the things that we're turned on by, even though it's connected, it's also disconnected. I mean, it's a fantasy and we have no idea why certain things turn us on. And I'm personally like I'm not into like bestiality. But somebody – this is a funny story. Somebody randomly – and I it was an anonymous person. They sent me um, a video of somebody – of like a guy and a girl fucking some animal. And I watched that video for 30 minutes trying to figure out what the fuck animal that was. <laughs> and I – then I was like, 
why am I so horny? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I reached down and my pussy was so wet. I was throbbing. And I was like, obviously, there's something about this that made me feel horny as hell. But the whole time, it's like weird because like I wasn't even paying attention to the fact that it was like, you know, it was like it was like I was just trying to find, figure out like what the fuck. I think it maybe was a donkey. I'm not sure the way that they filmed it. I, I could not tell. <laughs> but then I was like, oh my god, I'm so horny. What the fuck? And I mind you, like I never would have seen that video if somebody didn't send it to me. I'm not gonna go yeah. like looking for it. But now and again, I do have the thought that like. I don't know. Maybe that's kind of hot. Like I'm not gonna do it myself, and but right. <laughs> it's kind of a hot thing that like other people maybe do it. Like it's it's weird. So I think that there's a disconnect, but there's also a connect. And especially with taboo porn, there's something about it that our body likes, and it's like a physical sensation, you know. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. could also be something too. Like, hey, my body's reacting physically to this. It's a physical sensation. I'm going to keep it at that. Like, that's what's happening Mm -hmm. to me. I shouldn't feel shame for my body reacting. Actually, I have another um, quick story about that. I was – because breastfeeding turns me on so much. And this is kind of a recent thing. Like, I'm so super into, like, breastfeeding. And it's bad. Like, I'll go on Instagram and, like, follow, like, breastfeeding accounts because (laughs) it's just, like, so hot to me. And I think it's because I have boobs, right? So it's, like – I have boobs and like I there's no way bitches are not getting turned on breastfeeding. Okay. <laughs> and I I researched it because I was like, it this has to be real. So there are actually several accounts of women saying like I feel shame because I get so turned on when my child is breastfeeding and I don't know what to do. Like I think I need to stop breastfeeding. And then all these other people are commenting like that's totally normal. I mean, think of it like don't feel shame. It's totally normal. Like your breasts are very, very sensitive and your mm-hmm. nipples are very, very sensitive. It's literally physically connected to your pussy. It's connected to your clit. And, you know, someone sucking on your clit, like it's not about your child. It's not about your, you know, like you're not relating the fact that it's like your child sucking on your tit. It's your tit is being stimulated. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, that's what's happening. Like, your tit is being stimulated. Like, how could you not? And that's, you know, directly connected to your pussy. How could you not be turned on? Yeah. And, um, and doctors won't – doctors don't say that. They don't say, like, hey, you might eventually have these feelings that make you feel aroused. It's totally normal. And mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and I did actually talk to another friend and she was like, yeah, oh, my God, I get so turned on. Like, my husband would just fuck me. <laughs> She was like, yeah, I would get so turned on <laughs> breastfeeding because yeah. it was – and she's like – and then I'd be like spraying his face with the milk and stuff. And she's like, yeah, it'd be really <laughs> – and I'm like, that's so hot. And I'm not one yeah. for like – I'm not really one for like fluids, but I would absolutely take some breast milk to the face. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I also I have it. a mommy kink. I also have a mommy kink. My whole life I've been into older women. And mm. – that's maybe something that a lot of people don't know about me as well is like I also have a mommy kink. I'm really into MILFs. I'm really into older women. I'm not talking like, ooh, big jug MILFs, like fucking, you know, yeah. not like porn <laughs> MILFs. I'm talking like I was like fucking my neighbor down the street because she was 55 and it had titties. Like yeah. and yeah. we would hook up and she would quote unquote breastfeed me and I would call her mommy. Like and like 
I yeah, like I have a mommy kink. I love older women. Love them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. So breastfeeding's hot. <laughs> older women are hot. <laughs> MILFs. Like I yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> I I got turned on. I don't even know what what, what we we're talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> um so with that said, um I'm going to ask you what I ask everyone uh, before I get into listener questions. Okay. Slut to slut, what turns you on? Oh, well, I think you. we know. <laughs> <laughs> right. A lot of things, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that – shit, I don't know, man. Like, okay, so physically, <laughs> physically even brush my left nipple, I'm going to be wet. I was at um, not uh, not a club, but I was at like a bar the other night, and I had met some girls. And this one girl like pulled me to her and hugged me. And as she did that, her hand brushed my nipple, and I audibly was like, huh, "Like fuck, it fucking <laughs> oh Jesus!" Just my nipple- the left one. Well, both of them are sensitive. My right one is becoming gotcha. more sensitive, but the left one is very, very, very sensitive. And oh. so one of my favorite things to do, especially when I'm fucking my toy, is um, I lean forward and I rub my nipples either on the bed or on his shirt because the mm-hmm. sensation of like the sort of material, it just yeah. sends me over the edge. Um, <laughs> my nipples are so sensitive. And I think that's why – I like recently I'm so into like breastfeeding and yeah, that, that like, I don't know. I just really got into breastfeeding recently and it's, mm. I mean, I guess I kind of have a little bit of shame around that too. Cause I'm like, damn, that's a little bit fucked up. Like, I feel like I shouldn't be like thinking about like infants sucking on my titties and getting turned on, but like, <laughs> it's just, I can't help it. Like, that's what makes me horny. Like, yeah. So yeah. Well, it's like going back to the thing. It's a fantasy, you know? Right. I mean, what I'm going to go backwards because something you said earlier when you were talk, first talking about breastfeeding, just the fact, it's a scientific fact, but it's so hot. You said, you know, the nipple is directly, con- you know, connected to the pussy mm-hmm. and then tie that into an infant, you know, using your nipple to get nourishment Mm -hmm. and that is connected to your pussy like that Mm -hmm. just that scientific fact is hot as fuck (laughs) but it doesn't mean (laughs) totally you know it doesn't mean we want to you know have molest infants or anything right right it's just a hot idea yeah so you know all that to bring to you you said I kind of feel ashamed you know I'm like turning, you know, breastfeeding into something hot, you know, I think it's just, it all goes back to like the fantasy part of things Mm -hmm. and just, you know, it's just because we shouldn't be saying it. It's hot. Right. (laughs) Right. A bunch of things. And it's, you know, you can't, it's hard because actually one of my girlfriends is pregnant right now and she had said something about how uh, sensitive her nipples were and I was going to say to her hey like once you start breastfeeding don't feel weird if you get turned on and I didn't say this because I didn't I for once in my life held my tongue because I wasn't sure like that's just I didn't really want to write it over text 
Um, yeah. I, it's totally something I would say to her in person. Like, oh, yeah. Mm. Like, you know, but I just didn't want to write it in text because, well, one, we hadn't spoken in a, a while. And two, <laughs> I was just like, I don't know how she might take that if I text it. Like, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Like when I'm talking to somebody directly, they could tell like if, if there's like jest in my voice or like if there's, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things that's very, very, very taboo. And mm-hmm. I will also say that I feel like, I don't know, probably normal women don't really think about that kind of thing. But <laughs> until it's happening, right? <laughs> but I mean, I literally <laughs> fantasize about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you're right. It's the scientific fact and that alone is really hot. Like, why were we made like this if we were not supposed to be turned Mm. on by when our child Mm. is breastfeeding? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, Anything else turn you on, Mama Fiona, that we don't already know? (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Um, Well, I I guess I do have, like, a lot of, like, fantasies that – my fantasies kind of recycle so like some sometimes a certain fantasy will like really be getting me off and then another time I'm like and eh, that one's not really doing it for me and then like another one yeah. will come back up or something will come back up and I'm like oh my god I forgot about that I forgot how much I loved <laughs> that you know mm-hmm. um let's see I guess I have um sometimes I have a fantasy of like m- like messing around with my two sons so like being spit roasted by my two sons, fuck Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. really hot. Um, mm-hmm. that idea really turns me on a lot. Um, uh, let's see. Like I said, the breastfeeding really turns me on. Um, <laughs> for some reason, age play pussy eating, where like a younger boy or like I'm showing him my pussy. And, like, explaining my pussy or, like, being eaten out is, like, really Mm. a huge turn on for me. Mm. And uh, I know that uh, men uh, have been told – and and I know that this is also because of uh, mainstream porn – Oh, you know, if the woman's moaning and you're not really and she's not even being fucked or not even playing with herself, like she's not, she, you know, she's faking it. She's not really into it. And that's just not true for everybody. Right. Because right. if I'm in my fantasy and I, for example, I'm doing a shot where it's like my my legs are open, my pussy's directly to the camera, I'm wet and imagining you know, my pussy being eaten out by, you know, my younger son and I'm moaning and I'm dirty talking, I am turned the fuck on. Like, <laughs> that's not fake. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to be having my pussy pounded to be moaning. Like, I don't need mm-hmm. to be, you know, just faking it for the viewer. Like, I actually really try to stay away from that unless I'm really feeling it. Um, mm-hmm. And... But that's just because I, I also had this one person I was doing a cam session with and he was like, oh, like next time – he's like, that that cam session was so great. But next time, like if you're just showing your pussy, like would you mind like not moaning so much? And I'm like, well, I'm turned on. Like I'm – he's like, I know it's fake so you just don't have to. And I was like, it's not fake. Like I'm turned on. Yeah. Like I'm literally turned on and that's why I'm saying dirty stuff and that's why I'm moaning a little bit because it feels good. Like right. I don't – 
you know, like, you know how, like, you have a reaction, like, how I was just telling you, oh, this girl touched my nipple, and I was like, uh uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a real thing. Like, I can actually mm-hmm. feel how that felt, and that's my reaction. So it's not, you know, I think that mainstream porn kind of has, has sort of, like, taught people, oh, they're moaning and it's fake, but it's not always yeah. fake, and I don't need to even really be touched to have a reaction. Um. Right. Anyways, I'm getting off track there, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have lots of fantasies that turn me on and, um, I love, you know, that, um, I'm, while I'm standing in the mirror and imagining my little boy looking up at me and asking me questions and I have a lot of other like dirtier fantasies that I'm just, you know, probably not going to say right now, but <laughs> if anybody wants to know, you can message me. <laughs> um, love it. yeah, so I, I am constantly thinking about that kind of horny shit and mm-hmm. imagining things. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, <laughs> we're going to go into the listener questions that I collected okay. before we recorded. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we had somebody ask you what are key details you like to include to make the age play feel real? Um, well, I definitely like to ask the person who I'm doing the custom for, or if I'm, if, even if it's just my own fantasy, um, the age in my head, even if I'm not saying the age for me, saying the age doesn't make it more real. I know it makes it more real for the viewer, but in my head, like, If I'm imagining the five-year-old boy, that's enough for me. I don't really need to say it. Although sometimes I'll start coming and then I'll start saying it and then it makes it more real. But Mm -hmm. um, I think like depending on whatever the age it is that I'm fantasizing about, the camera angle makes it very realistic for me and Mm -hmm. um, the scenario around it. Like so like I said earlier how I'm, you know, showing my young son my pussy, like what things I would be saying to a young boy if it were like mm-hmm. a real young boy. I'm an actress. So I really put myself in that position of the things I would be saying to a young boy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. also I also throw dirty shit in there because obviously it's a fantasy. But yeah. You know, so I I might not say in real life like lick your mother's fat cunt, but <laughs> You know, so I will throw that kind of thing in there. But first I might go over like the specific anatomy or, you know, mm-hmm. this is what mommy likes, that kind of a thing. And what what mm-hmm. kind of tone of voice that I'm using or yeah. Um, yeah. also, I mean, bringing stuff to life for me visually. Um, I use Spider-Man boxers and I use I bought like little boy boxers to put on my sex doll. And mm-hmm. um even if my sex doll has a massive cock, the fact that he's wearing <laughs> Spider-Man underwear gets me going, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. visually, I think, like, the angle um, combined with the scenario th- or things in my head and the types of things that I might say to a person of that age. So I'm I'm going to throw it. This is, like, totally out of listener questions, but I feel mm-hmm. like – it deserves to be said publicly. If 
by chance someone's listening and has not like seen Mama Fiona, she has the most gorgeous pussy. Oh one my gosh, of the most gorgeous you. ones I've ever seen. Like that thing is thank gorgeous. You. Thank you so <laughs> yes, much. That's very so sweet. Pretty. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It, it, every time I see it, I like sometimes I hate opening up Twitter because like <laughs> you and like Sloan's moans and like uh-huh. some other girls, your little trailers will be up there and I'll just get like stuck watching you guys. I'm like, mm-hmm. her pussy. Thing's gorgeous. <laughs> thank you. Very sweet. Um, so yeah, had to promote your pussy. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, next listener question. Um, I love this one. This one comes from a female. She said, um, I think about incest a lot. Like even when I'm not in a horny mood. I'm super excited to hear more from Fiona because I think she thinks about it a lot too. What are your thoughts about the social stigma? against incest and incest porn and fiction? Mm. Well, I definitely, um, oh, you know, it's kind of complicated because on one hand, um, I think part of the stigma maybe is maybe what makes it so hot. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, on the other hand, I mean, it's kind of annoying because like, you know, for the reasons that I was saying before, like how it's illegal and all of that stuff. Um, or like illegal to like, you know, do in real life. But in terms of, I don't know, because I kind of don't really pay attention to that much of a stigma because mm-hmm. like I said earlier, I, uh, I go for shock value sometimes. Like it's like one of the first pe- <laughs> things people learn about me. I love incest <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, cause normally, I mean, maybe it's because of the industry that I'm in. But maybe it's just who I am as a person. Everything I do is stuff that, like, makes me feel sexy. If it doesn't make me feel sexy, I don't want to do it. Like, that's <laughs> that's just me. So it's like if I mm-hmm. am, like, out drinking with friends or, you know, with my husband, whatever, usually the topic of sex will come up. Usually the topic of what I do will come up. And the first thing I say is I love incest. Do you like incest? <laughs> like, And they'll be like, oh, like, stepmom porn. I'm like, yeah, like, stepmom is, like, amateur, but – yeah, like that, you know. <laughs> so, and and I actually have met um a couple different women who have told me they search for mommy porn. Like they love taboo porn. And mm. it's weird because I think that a lot of men think that women aren't going to be into it and this actually also goes into like male female relationships. Men have told me, "Oh my god, I'm so scared to tell my wife that I'm into incest, but I think it'd be so hot if she would just say like mommy stuff to me." And I'm like, "Dude, just tell her. Like, if she's your wife, yeah. like who cares? The worst thing that's going to happen is she's going to say no." Like, I mean, yeah. I don't really know everyone's relationship, but worst thing that's going to happen is she's going to say no. But I do think that an easy way to break the ice is say like you know, oh, remember that show we were watching the other day that had like the brother sister porn or the mom son or like the mom son relationship? Like, I, I don't know. It kind of made my dick throb a little bit. Like, what do you think about that? You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, it. There's so many easy ways to break the ice, and I think that um, it's especially like in the bedroom. I don't think that it needs to be like so hush hush. But I'm also mm-hmm. in a very like open relationship in terms of that we talk about everything. So I've been kind of spoiled in that retrospect. Um, Mm -hmm. 
or sorry, in that aspect. But that's what I tell people who are like maybe scared to bring it up and, um, you know, just find like a little bit of a way to break the ice. And then yeah. I also think about incest all the time. Like <laughs> I also <laughs> am always thinking about incest and I tell people I don't care. I don't care what they think about. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to tell like, you know, my in-laws, but <laughs> it's just, you know, I'm, and I'm probably not going to tell like my own family members, but if they found out, who cares? I don't really give a shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, but I do – I also think about it all the time and um, it's hot. And like I said, if I have a son one day, watch out. I mean, if he's into me, I mean, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just love your attitude. It's so like infectious. Oh, thank and you. <laughs> others are able to because there's a lot of people, you know, I don't know if you experience this. There's a lot of people that hold a lot of shame with the things that they're into. Right. And I just feel like my new answer is gonna be like, just be like Mama Fiona. <laughs> Seriously, because we can't help it. You know, right, like, right. and I think it also is going to be very important if, you know, you do have a partner that's going to be supportive. And like I said, I've been spoiled with that. Um, mm -hmm. a very, for a very, very, very short period of time, I got into like wet stuff and I like wanted to like wear a diaper and pee. Like, I still think that <laughs> that is like really hot and sometimes I'll get in the mood for it, but I personally can't pee in a diaper. I try I can't even pee in the ocean. I don't know why I thought I could be pee in a diaper. It, there's just something holding me back. I don't know. And and it got to the point where I would like literally wear a diaper and sit on the toilet trying to pee. Like it just wouldn't work for me. <laughs> so eventually I started standing in the shower and I would wear like just bathing suit bottoms and I still couldn't pee, but I poured water like into my swimsuit to like make it feel like I was peeing and then just like rub it vigor vigorously against my pussy. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> I felt a little nervous to tell my husband that I was like into it. Like I was like, I don't know, something about like the sensation and like, but actually, you know how I broke the ice was like, babe you know, I'm like really into ASMR <laughs> and he's just like, yeah. And I'm like, well, there's also like a physical component. And I think it kind of ties into like diaper wetting. And he was like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, yeah, like, I don't know something about like the warmth and sensation. He's like, oh, like, oh yeah, that's a little funky. Like I can't imagine doing that. And I was like, you don't think it'd be really hot to just stand in the middle of the room wearing a diaper and be able to pee? <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, no, I can't imagine that being hot. And I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, well, I kind of – and I was like, oh, okay. And he was just like, do you think that that would feel hot? And I'm like, a little bit. He's like, you should try it. So, you know, sometimes yeah. it can definitely be a little nerve-wracking. But, like, you can kind of find a little – you can kind of find a way maybe, like, I don't know, attach it to something else you saw or talked about or, mm, you yeah. know, there are things like mainstream because they are stigmatized mm -hmm. that become mainstream. Like, you know, the news that was like reporting on the mom son fucking going to jail or like the teachers, the teacher student ones really piss me off because, you know, damn well of those boys wanted that like you know damn well i'm mean, you're not gonna go you're not gonna go have a relationship with your teacher unless you don't want it i'm sorry it's just there's too many rules in place 
I mean, like, there's so many rules in place. She, no, I'm sorry. Those stories make me mad too. But you could use that if you have, like, a teacher-student fetish or, like, you know, a mom-son fetish. Oh, my God, babe, did you see? This mom is going to jail for having sex with her son, but the weirdest thing happened. What happened, babe? My dick got hard. It was weird. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then, what do you mean it got hard? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, what what about that made you hard? (laughs) Well, I think maybe because it's so wrong. What if you said mommy? Like, you know, like it could really, it could, there's, there are ways to get into the taboo and incorporate it um, without it being as awkward as you think it might be. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I was talking about. Yeah. Those are great (laughs) points. I love that. You can easily do it with SVU episodes. Like, hey, I was seeing an SVU episode about a mom that was, you know. Yeah. Raising her kid. It turned me on. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And I'm I think. This- mm-hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, and that might actually just saying those words like, hey, that turned me on could be a huge deal for people. And yeah. but once you break that barrier, it the it floodgates open because that's what happened with me. My husband and I never mm-hmm. before I got the incest movie, um, the mom son incest movie, it wasn't a common thing for me and my husband to say like, "Hey, that turned me on." It was not. It wasn't literally until I discovered incest and how much it turned me on that I even felt comfortable saying. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, babe! I read this story. Shit, it was about a mom and son. Oh my god, it turned me on. Like, can we please fuck? Like, and uh, because I would, I just needed to fuck him. I needed to fuck him and make him my son, and that I felt comfortable actually saying, yeah. "I want to fuck you, and I want you to pretend to be my son." I need this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. and I, I, and I get like it's a little different coming from a woman. Like, you know, the guys are usually going to be like, "Oh fuck yeah, yeah, let's let's have sex." <laughs> like, I understand that it's going to be a little bit different. But after that, I noticed that my husband started doing that kind of thing. And he would say Mm -hmm. like, oh, I saw this gif of this girl like literally spitting and like choking and spitting all over this guy's dick and balls. Like it made me so hard. And he had never said anything like that to me before. So Mm -hmm. the fact that he told me like, hey, I saw this and it turned me on or I read this and it turned me on. I saw this and it made me harder or like I imagined you doing this and it made me so hard. He, We never used to say that kind of stuff before. Um, mm-hmm. And so you can definitely use that type of like normal situation like watching a show or something like that or even, you know – seeing that you saw something on Twitter, like it made your dick hard. (laughs) And just getting that part out of the way could really open up because then you never know. Your wife might be like, hey, remember how the other day you made, you know, you told me that it made your dick hard? Well, I saw this and it made me really turned on, you know? So, (laughs) Or, I mean, if someone tells me, like if I, if my significant other says this turned me on, like if mine said, hey, the thing about what your husband saw with the spitting and stuff. I'm going to spit all over his dick next time because I want yeah. to turn him on, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, if you have a healthy relationship that your partner is going to take that and run. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I Absolutely. So. I even got like spit like things to like make me have more saliva. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. What gives you more saliva? 
So actually two things. There's these things called Flint Mints, and I think they were made by – I think they sell them in like weed shops because, you know, you smoke weed and you don't want uh, dry mouth. Um, and they make you have okay. more saliva. Um, so sometimes I'll have that. But I also discovered there's this there's this female um, like thermogenic supplements, and it's for like when you're working out or like when you have a show coming up or like um I don't know if you're like a bodybuilder or like for me I was taking it when um I was just prepping for my um one of my pole shows because I had been I hadn't been dancing as consistently and so I just needed something to like kind of rev me up a little bit. But anyways, it's it's just a it's just like a workout supplement, and um, it heats your body up. And I took it, and not only did it heat my body up, it made me horny as hell, <laughs> and it made me juicy. I was slobbering and drooling and sweating. My nose was running and that shit made me, oh my God. Like it was literally like, I'm like literally, it, it would just drool. I would just drool. I'd be talking. I'd start drooling. And so oh I noticed that when I took that, I was like, oh God, I got so like wet and drooly immediately. I would just start sucking his dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> so now he loves if I take that and I don't take that very often because I don't really like it. But yeah. If I do take that, I like know now like, how, oh, my God, that makes me so spitty and drooly. Yeah, He's going to yeah. love it. <laughs> love it. All right. Um, our next listener question is, how do you keep up with mental health in this line of work? Um, sometimes. Let's see. Hmm. I'm very much. I like to if I like if I wake up and I'm not feeling it, I just don't do it. Like if I wake up and I'm in a bad mood or if I wake up and I just don't feel like dealing with dudes or I don't feel like filming or whatever, I just don't because mm -hmm. it's not going to be good. And I know that if I force myself to do stuff when I'm not feeling it, it's going to uh, ultimately it's going to take a toll on me. It's going to mm -hmm. it's going to make me not enjoy it. So I just really try – sometimes I literally have to stand in my room and just be like, okay, what do I want to do? Because I get very indecisive. Um, I Like I said before, I have ADHD. Sometimes I have no idea. Like I'll have a to-do list and I'm like, I don't want to do any of this. So I just really try <laughs> to like <laughs> pay attention to like what I really, really want to do yeah. um, and mm -hmm. try to do the things – in as they like as I feel like doing them sort of a thing and that mm -hmm. I'm generally um a happy person but and I'm very like a stress-free kind of person um mm -hmm. but I mean there are like last week even I was just feeling so depressed like all week and I don't know why and but I just told people like hey I'm not gonna make your custom this week because I'm just not like not really feeling it so mm -hmm. I think I just try to really, really pay attention to how I'm feeling and go, you know, like take care of myself based on that. If I really yeah. feel like I need to just take the day off, I just do. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm very fortunate to be able to do that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, this is my full-time job. 
So I, I'm either making content or doing sessions um, or editing content. Mm-hmm. And that's my day-to-day. But like I can easily go take a vac- vacation. You know, I can just take yeah. a week off if I want. I, I don't have to do anything. So I just really try to, um, you know, listen to myself and just check in. And yeah, sometimes I just take a break if I need it. And um, I think that's it. <laughs> that's, that's good that you do that because I see, I'm really bad. I'm such a workaholic. And sometimes, you know, this line of work doesn't even feel like work sometimes. It doesn't. It doesn't just, at like, all. Turned on and having fun. Exactly. And so some days I'll do it all day long. And I'm like, I really need to start setting myself some boundaries here, you know, and mm-hmm. like, because yeah, I mean, and some days I do feel like, you know, I'm like, oh, I just can't fucking do anything. I'm not going to do any of this, but mm-hmm. most of the time I'm doing it too much because it just feels good. Exactly. Well, I'm actually a workaholic as well. And so usually the days where I say, oh, I'm not going to do this, that means that I'm going to be editing all day. <laughs> So, like, when I say I'm not going to do this, it means I'm not going to do sessions and I'm not going to film. But I will edit my whole fucking day away. I love it. I love it. I will sit and I got a chair that, like, is, like, a wide base. And so my dog can sit sit on my lap on the chair. And so he'll just come Mm -hmm. and he'll just sit on my lap all day. (laughs) And I'll have my matcha and I'll be editing all day. And I'm not talking to anybody because also I have to remind myself – don't be mean because sometimes I'll get in the mood and I just will have to like turn off my notifications and stuff because I know if I if I know people are going to annoy me like if yeah. I am in a bad mood or if I'm just not feeling it today I know that I mm-hmm. won't be myself so mm-hmm. yeah I will have to like back off but I do totally agree with you that it doesn't I don't I'm working 24/7 but it doesn't feel like work like mm-hmm. I love everything. I love everything that I do. So some days, you know, I don't feel like doing interpersonal things. I mean, I think that's totally Mm -hmm. normal. But the days that I'm not doing interpersonal things, I'm definitely going to be editing or like, Mm -hmm. or like dancing or like, you know, Mm -hmm. working in this, doing what I love at some point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this one really follows up nicely. Do do you have and what are your hobbies outside the world of screens and cameras? Um, I I don't really have any. <laughs> don't worry. I'm the same. I, that question like bothers me because I'm always like, uh, nothing. Everything that I do <laughs> is this. Like a loser. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think you should feel like a loser because we're doing what we love. This is my hobby. Yeah. It's my, mm-hmm. my, it's my dopamine. It's my creation. It's my creativity. It's every single thing that I've ever wanted to do in my life is what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. it's uh, l- l- like I can't imagine doing anything else. Um, mm-hmm. And like I've, I envisioned – this life for myself years and years and years ago. Like I always used to say like I literally don't want to work. Like I don't want to – I don't want to have to go to a job every day. This is not me. Like I'm – you know, I'm not – 
I'm just not like built for that. Like, and I just, and I knew I had so much more like talent and capability and, and I had so much creativity that I wasn't using. And so Mm -hmm. to turn and to, to really find that and turn all of my hobbies, all of the things that I love into my job. Yeah. That's the life. I mean, so uh, there aren't any really necessary, necessarily like what I would consider hobbies aside from, you know, my husband and I love to go to music festivals. Um, We like the nineties. (laughs) We love to dress up. We do cosplay. (laughs) Like whenever we go to like bars, cosplay meaning like, you know, it'll be 90s night, so we dress up 90s. Or it'll be 80s night, so we dress up 80s. And that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, life just, like, ebbs and flows. And I'm always doing the stuff that – I don't really – I can't really think of anything extra that's a hobby aside from pole dance. But yeah, that's also a job, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I was just thinking there's, there's a lot of times, like, I'll, I'll be working and I'm – I just imagine myself in an office again. Oh my god, I know. If I had to do it, I would like kill myself. <laughs> yes, so uh, I can't believe terrible. I did it for so long. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you said you were a loan, whatever you called it, um, loan officer, I got really sad for you. <laughs> like I can't no. even like imagine you <laughs> like doing that. It was so boring, but you know what? It was so cushy. Like, they paid me so much money to, like, not do anything, and they paid for my health insurance fully, and they gave me, like, a 401k, like, all this stuff. It was so cushy, but I could not spend another day there. I could not. And so leaving there was, like, one of the greatest days of my life. Like, it was so great. I was so bored. I could not stand the hierarchy. Like, it was just – and I just felt like I wasn't using my – I felt like I wasn't yeah. using all of what I was given to do, like all of my capabilities. And now I do feel like I'm using all those capabilities. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's – yeah, I can't imagine being back in, in an office either. <laughs> so this next question, you, you've kind of answered part of it. So I'm just going to ask you – did you watch Game of Thrones and what did you think of, if you did, what did you think about the incest within there? So I did not watch Game of Thrones. My husband did. Um, I remember seeing a couple of memes about it um, and being like, at the beginning, everyone was like, ew, sister or something. And then it was like, fuck your sister, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. It. I I will say that brother sister honestly doesn't really do anything for me. It doesn't really do anything. It doesn't even make my pussy throb. But mm. the I can imagine that had I watched Game of Thrones, all of the tension building up would have been what made me like uh, really yeah. would make me really really horny. It's a lot yeah. of the times for those types of like relationships, it has to do with the tension, um, mm. and. So for then, it's kind of like doesn't even really need to be brother, sister, or incest. I mean, obviously, for mom, son, I'd be into it. But <laughs> um, yeah, I think gotcha. that the tension really does it for me. Actually, I will watch regular yeah. shows and I pretend that the, like couples that are hooking up are mom and son, especially if they like look <laughs> the part. Had you seen – did you ever see the show Hacked or Hacks? I don't think I with have, um, no. it was about the comedian. 
oh my god, I I forget her name now. But oh my god, there's a scene, and she's she's just an older woman. She's a comedian, and yeah. toward the last season, she got like really hot for some reason. And there was a scene where she was hooking up with a younger boy, and the whole time I was like, oh my god, imagine this is her son. Imagine this is her son. Oh my god, it could totally be her son. They even have the same color eyes, and like I was just getting off. Like this is mom's son. I love it. I love it. Now, this um, next question, I remember, I think both of us looked at it and we're like, well, okay, so I'll say the question. Can you convince Fiona to do some daughter work? And I was like, <laughs> both her and I were like, she's done dad-daughter stuff. And <laughs> I'm going to also promote your fabulous trailer that I've seen of um, mom and trans daughter which mm. looks super, super hot. Um, so anyways, what what's your response to that? <laughs> so I, especially after joining um, Pervert Paradise, I have dabbled into daddy-daughter a little bit more. Um, I do have quite a few daddy-daughter videos. I mean, uh, obviously not so much as somebody who like, that's their main thing, but I probably have at least, at least like ten, maybe. I'm, I, I'm not really. Sh- don't quote me on that, but mm-hmm. I have been getting a little bit more into daddy daughter, um, and actually, even recently, within the last couple of days, I've gotten in more into daddy daughter and being able to kind of like switch, um, mm-hmm. because. I don't know. For some reason, daddy daughter is just always like really hard for me to get into unless I'm playing with somebody who like I know or um, we've done daddy daughter before or I just can like see them being a daddy or like sometimes like I will wake up in the morning and I just like won't imagine my husband being like or like if he's if he's like touching me in the morning or something, I just kind of like imagine him being like a family friend or an uncle or daddy and he's just like like you know touching his little girl and especially if I'm wearing like yeah. full back panties or something and it just feels so like naughty so but it that's a very like fresh like I can't it's kind of hard for me to do that like at nighttime like when I'm doing sessions like it's hard for me to switch but mm-hmm. I definitely am getting a little bit more into it um when I do make daddy-daughter films, I request that I see the person who is asking me for the custom. I don't care what you look like. I don't care if you think you're ugly. I just need to see you. Like, that helps me get more into it. It could be a random person. They could they could have Googled, like, daddy image on the, on the internet, mm-hmm. but I, it really helps me to see it because otherwise – Otherwise, I keep randomly thinking about my own dad. And, like, I can definitely push that away and still stay in it and it won't affect me. But it's just so much easier and makes me so much – it makes it easier for me to get into if I have an image. Um, and I do have this one person who uh, often requests daddy-daughter videos from me. So if a person doesn't want to send me their picture, I will just picture that guy because he has sent me his photo and he's hot. So <laughs> I will just picture that guy. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely getting into it a little bit more. Um, I have to be in a mood. I have to be yeah. in a mood to do yeah. daddy-daughter. 
Um, but like I said, I am finding it a little bit easier to switch into it. And some days, like if I'm not feeling super duper duper horny, um, I uh, will do. Uh, um, I I will be able to like switch between like instead of doing only mom son, like I'll do like more like teacher student, or do um, uh, daddy daughter. Just because at first it's like okay, like, let me just try something different. And then mm-hmm. I end up, like, really getting into it. And then I'm all of a sudden, like, super duper horny for that thing. <laughs> and so, like, that's yeah. what happened the other day because somebody wh- – like, I, I was very fresh and I wasn't feeling that horny that day. And I definitely didn't – wasn't feeling, like, in a mom-son mood, which is crazy. But, like, I just couldn't, like, get into it. Like, I just was, like, not feeling it that day. And somebody messaged me about doing a daddy-daughter thing. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fine. Let's do it. And then mm-hmm. I all of a sudden was, like, really into the daddy-daughter thing because I, like, was like, oh, I need to put on – let me put on a different character right now. And yeah. I was all of a sudden really into it. So, um, what about yeah. mom-daughter? Um, mom-daughter, I'm not – okay, so lately I'm kind of – like I said, I'm trying to expand a little bit more because I'm a very mental person. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know if you could tell, but like I'm very mental. Mm-hmm. It's like if I really have to get into something and I'm trying to sometimes a little bit – I'm trying to um, loosen the reins on my horny brain, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. I'm trying to mm-hmm. not have to feel so, 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 so into it just to start doing it. Um mm. Because before I'd be like, oh, that doesn't turn me on. Like, I'm not going to do it. And I'm trying to really, like, loosen the reins on it a little bit. Um, But mom-daughter, I think before I was always thinking about, like, oh, if I had a daughter, would I do incest with her? Like, probably not. And so I just wouldn't be – that didn't, like, really turn me on. But now I'm trying to think more about it in a fantasy aspect, which is really helping. Um, Mm -hmm. or I think about even if I'm doing a mommy daughter thing, I just imagine being like how I was with like my older male friend who I was hooking up with, like how hot that was, you know? Mm -hmm. And that was like a mommy daughter situation, even though I was the daughter. Um, Mm. and, but this trans daughter one that I did, holy shit. Oh my God. I don't want to (laughs) like, I don't, it's hard because it's like, you don't want to fetishize like trans people, but I am into that shit. Like I am into Mm it, (laughs) really into Mm -hmm. it, especially with the trans daughter one, because Mm -hmm. I had actually had a lot of, um, at least a couple of people say like, you know, I want quote unquote sissy content, which is not actually, they, they, they just want it to be loving trans content and there's not a lot of creators making that content it's always degradation it's always humiliation and i don't do that i'm i don't i don't think being a woman or like you know dressing like a woman i don't think that that's a reason to be degraded like and i get that for a person who likes that that is their kink you know, I don't know their life story, but I can't – I personally don't feel morally sound doing that because I don't really believe in it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. it's complicated. But that's actually why um, I – two of the reasons I ended up making the trans daughter content was because it was just so hot to be like, oh, like, mm-hmm. you know, you're my uh, – you were my son um, and now you're becoming my daughter, but you, like, still have a penis. So, one, I'm very much into trans. Um, just that whole – the whole thing, I guess. But um, also the fact that it was, like, a young daughter 
And the fact mm-hmm. that it was just like, I know how good it would make a trans person feel that love. Yes. And yes. that love from a mom being transcended between both genders and mm-hmm. having it not make a difference. But also mm-hmm. the fact that we're doing sex and it's taboo mm-hmm. and it's age play and it's all of those things. And it just – All the things. Made me, <laughs> it's, oh, my God, made me so fucking horny. And just being yeah. – and just – and I I don't, I don't want it to sound like – um cocky or anything but like it made me feel good to recognize that I am providing something like for these people that maybe don't have another outlet or have never seen something like this where they felt loved and also sexualized like and it made me feel like oh like it just made me feel like I was giving back and I don't I don't I I hope that doesn't come across like ew it, it but it just made me feel good to recognize that it's not um always a specific gender and that was actually one of the yeah. first times that I had done something like that and the first times that I had recognized that even within myself and within within content in general mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that whole thing turned me on so much <laughs> like and just also the little tiny cock that I was using like fuck that thing I would swallow it like if it didn't have balls like oh my god it was just the whole thing was so hot I loved it yeah did you get a lot of sales uh from that video I would you know I would have to check um I don't remember I don't think it was a ton I mean it that it is very very like niche content Mm -hmm. so I'm I would have to check um I think it did okay I'm not sure that it yeah. did super well on um, my many vids, but I definitely had more than a few people requesting it from my taboo shop. And nice. I think I actually – that's one of the ones that I sold on OnlyFans too because it, I, it mm-hmm. wasn't – I didn't say any specific ages. So I would have to check the unlocks on there. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's on my taboo shop too if anybody's interested. Right. but. It's a really hot video. <laughs> it's a really hot. Mm-hmm. I watch it now and I'm like, fuck, that's mm-hmm. hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then actually, so I'm going to throw one more question just because I'm curious. What is, do you know what your highest, you know, sa- selling video is? Um, I do have a couple. So one of mm-hmm. them, um, uh, Taboo Vacation. And that's one that I made with my husband. Um, and we made most of the video while we were in Mexico. And so it's like about mom and son going on a vacation. Mom doesn't know that like the vacation that she's going on um, is full of other moms and sons. And she finds out that everyone in the hotel is fucking their sons. And so mm-hmm. over time, she's just influenced by all these moms and sons fucking and then eventually, you know, go down that path. Um, that's, that's one of my best sellers running through running on the beach like yes yeah I love yeah (laughs) yes I love it um that was a lot of fun too because when I I made it with my husband and we were actually in Mexico and there was a whole bunch of different things that we were able to kind of film little like little like you know looks and touches and Uh things like that um and things that you would actually do and maybe think that they were innocuous. You might do that mm-hmm. with your own son and not even think about it like a big deal, mm-hmm. but it like actually is 
you know, for somebody with an incest kink or somebody who has a mom that they're, you know, trying to fuck, <laughs> like it would be a big deal. So, yeah. and it, that one felt very realistic. That's definitely one of my um, bestsellers. Vampire Mommy is also another bestseller. Um, oh, also my Taboo Confessions. Um, my mm. Confessions video, um, both of them are actually also bestsellers. So nice. Probably those. Wonderful. All right. And now your last listener question. Why do you think mommy son is considered more taboo than daddy daughter? Is it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm sitting here thinking. I think it would be in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I yeah. I agree with you. I think it would definitely be in the eye of the beholder because maybe I think if if you are somebody that thinks that maybe because you're looking for daddy daughter more <laughs> because you're the guy mm-hmm. so maybe like mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not sure mm-hmm. i didn't um i'm not really uh i don't know is it i don't I'm, i wasn't sure if it actually was more taboo i i do kind of have this idea though that <clears throat> you know t- saying the word daddy is like so widely accepted right you can i feel like you True. can go on i could be wrong you can go on porn, the tube sites, and find all kinds of girls talking about daddy and not with stuff. But I could be wrong on that. Um, and then I feel like with mommy son, it's not like that. And I have this idea, it's just an idea, that, you know, moms, when you become a mom, you're expected to be, you know, this, you know, pillar of respect and, you know, loving and, you know, take care of the household and all that and sometimes you know lose your sexual appeal um mm-hmm. for some and you know so like and, and in the same hand i feel like any time there's a woman that takes advantage of a boy it's like oh my god can you hear did you hear what she did but where mm-hmm. there's like just so many instances of men taking advantage of girls right you know um so I'm probably not explaining this right, but it's kind of like the stigma of how I know moms what you're saying. Yeah, should be. Yeah, um, it's m- maybe more widely. Um, I mean, it's terrible, but maybe it just like it's just more widely heard about that like men are doing stuff with little girls than it is mm-hmm. moms, you know, doing stuff with their mm-hmm. sons. And that's just in terms of society in general. Um, But in porn, I mean, if daddy-daughter is less taboo, it's probably because more men are more macho and they want to be the older person and they want to be taking advantage of the the younger girl. Not taking advantage of, but they want to be, you know, feel wanted by the little girl or, sorry, Mm -hmm. younger girl, that kind of a thing. It's a hierarchical thing too, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mama Fiona, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank um, you. Likewise, would, this has been so great. Yeah, I'm glad. So one last thing, and I'm going to link in the summary of this podcast episode, um, all the places that, you know, people can find you, which you explained all, earlier, OnlyFans, mm-hmm. Minivids, mm-hmm. Pervert Paradise, Twitter, 
Did I forget one? Oh, clips for sale. But we'll we'll link that in the description for sure if people want to okay. find you more. Also, Anything my website has all of those links. There? there you go. Perfect. <laughs> what um, is your website? It's just mamafiona.com. No mm-hmm. HTTPS, none of that. Just go into the Google bar or the search bar and just type in mamafiona.com. And then it'll it'll redirect to like goddessfiona.com, but we just had to, yeah. Mm-hmm. We had to do a little thing there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anything else you want people to know before we say bye? Um... Ooh, I don't know. Maybe just try not to have shame around your kinks. Right. Just to let me bring them to life for you. <laughs> Takes a lot to and surprise be, me, so. <laughs> be more like Mama Fiona. Don't yes. Give <laughs> don't give a fuck. Who gives a shit? Enjoy life. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Mommy. Mommy. I said Mommy. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mommy. (laughs) Mama Fiona, seriously, it's been a real pleasure. You have made me laugh. You're fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to episode 13 with Mama Fiona, the one and only. Are you enjoying the Slut Next Door podcast? Come join my Discord server where you can ask listener questions, get to know me and others, and enjoy our delicious porn channels chock full of fetishes and kinks. You can find the Discord server at discord.gg slash slutnextdoor.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter at slut underscore next underscore door. And of course, I have my new Patreon running, patreon.com slash the slut next door. Next episode, episode 14, I'm going to be talking with a very special friend and fellow sex worker. And we're going to talk about submissive sluts. I can't wait. See you next time.